know, I loved you before I met you. This program is designed to alert you to some of the dangers of street crime. KTBR Break Room. Let's move on, cause it's time to move on. Here the drama get wicked. sing the tuck my wiener song tuck my wiener tuck my wiener one of you women tuck my wiener i don't wanna pee on myself tuck my wiener tuck the wiener than a speeding bullet. Uh, yeah, yeah. More powerful than a locomotive. <laughs> Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. <laughs> Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's the break room. Yes, it's the break room. Strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. The break room. Who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who disguised as... Mark Hudson, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin. Mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. And now, another exciting episode in the adventures of... The Break Room. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. <laughs> howdy, howdy. Like baloney folded over twice. Episode 227 of The Break Room. It kind of is like that. I'll open your guts. Up, up. How can it not be? Up, I'll, 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 in your guts. No way it couldn't be. Up, up, and away into your guts. It's very dark in here. Usually we have a little lighting. It's very well, sensual. It's light, like very romantic. right by your head. It's, it's going to kind of be like that uh, day that we all did things in the dark room that we don't want to like, talk about on the uh, actual podcast. And we so tied socks over it, our eyes. and Quit making it sound like we were doing naughty things. We rubbed Vaseline just, all over each other's bodies. It was kind of naughty. It was just rustling. That's all it was. With the lights off, which is really weird. Somebody was in my swimsuit area. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't know who it was. We're that's playing. The, that's the beauty of the lights being off. Playing elephant. That's, that's exactly true. Your body is a wonderland. <laughs> okay, can that we was, over? Can we overplay that? Trump that was whispered tonight, in my ear that night. Sex, fucking, or anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> so we lube each other up, caress each other gently. That's that's for another show though. Dislocated a shoulder. We have stuff in the show. Got really erotic. Well, the dislocating shoulder guy wasn't there that day. That was the first time. That's a joke for you and me. That was a de-virginizing experience for me. <laughs> Really? Threw cups of water on each other's faces in the dark. <laughs> okay, but it wasn't cups of water; it was cups of semen. How's everyone doing today? Good. How y'all doing? Anyone got a poops or anything? Are we? 
We good for the show? Allow me be, to be the first to tell you, happy September 11th. Oh. And God, Thomas, that, ha- happy September 11th to you, sir. happy day, It's a really weird I don't think it's happy. way to say that. Aren't you glad to be alive? I'm very glad to okay, be alive. Okay, then happy September 11th to you, sir. But is it a happy day? Yeah, you're making it I sound am like happy it's a to joyous be alive. occasion. I'm happy this country is still together. We're moving forward. We're crushing. Should we secede like Scotland, though? That's the question. Secede from what? From the rest the of the United States? You're talking yeah, about sure. Texas as a, as a I'm state? I'm talking about the break yeah. from towers. Oh, the break, of course, the break from towers, yes. We should be our own country with We should Texas. both metaphorically and physically succeed, <laughs> secede from the rest of the Union. I like how we'll the comparison succeed. is to or, Scotland. And succeed. Three yeah. of us in an apartment. <laughs> Apartment, sir. I don't know what you're talking the about. The Brick Room Towers, sir. Two huge towers. Just this is your <laughs> penthouse within the Brick Room Towers. Full of mimosa, man. Right. There's no way they could all For whatever fit reason, one has apartment. no entrances or they, exits. They are poised to throw cups of water in all of our faces here shortly, <laughs> as weird. soon as the sun sets. It's going to be the celebration as we succeed. Right. The waterboard succeed, style that you guys succeeding. And succeed. Yeah. Succeed and succeed. Succeed and succeeding. What's the point succeed, of succeeding? Succeed from? while succeeding. Or succeed we'll while succeeding. So we don't pay taxes to the man. Now, do we, su- do we succeed while succeeding, or will we succeed? So who's going to pay for all our stuff? The mimosa we'll pay for our own. We'll yeah, send them we'll out on... Stuff. We'll and send so them out to play... To we'll take all the benefits of America, but we won't right. have to pay the taxes Exactly. We will dress your... Take your mimosa, man. <laughs> okay. Dress them up as Mrs. Doubtfires. Send Is them to surrounding Scotland neighborhoods. Does? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. That's what they should do. No, it's not what they do, though. If they were smart, they would do that. Oh, my gosh. But they get enough money just from producing haggis and exporting haggis to other and countries. Kilts. Right. They have a exactly. lot of kilt fund. Okay. A lot of kilt, a lot of haggis. Yeah. Kilt, kilts made of haggis. We could, yeah, we could have something like that. Sure. What what would our our national product be? I don't know. What are our I think pillars? It, uh, <laughs> blood and semen or something? Blood, semen, and buckets of spinach and Thompson's And no fridge. knowledge? I don't really know. And mimosas. Okay. It's a different four every time. <laughs> Having no knowledge of anything? Well, we know, I don't we know, know what we could do with that. We know non, it's non-research is definitely yeah. one of them. Uh, nerd rage, I pop culture. Some knowledge, we don't research anything. Yeah, non, non-research. We know just enough pop culture, not to know everything about the thing nerd we're rage, about. blood, and semen. There's five pillars now, no. I think. <laughs> Why does blood need to be in there? Don't we don't, know, we don't ever talk weird. about blood. We talk about semen every fucking episode. <laughs> but are you serious? Okay. Anuses should be in there, too, because we talk about true. Anus, yeah. We talk about those pretty much every time. Yeah. That's true. Anything associated with it. I mean, Dustin already has worked in the question. Is everybody's ass okay tonight? I just asked if anybody had the poops. Okay, well, there you go. And poops. Nobody said it, Jenna. So, pop culture, nerd rage, semen, not researching. (laughs) I don't know what we can export from the country of the break room. You know what? Let's go back to let's go back to our own history here. Thomas's personal farm, his anus jerky farm. That's true. That That could be. We are surrounded by a good 40 acres of anuses. We, could, we can get an uh, Within the towers. Tax. No, I'm saying surrounded outside the towers. <laughs> the towers is situated on, on an 40 anus acres, acres, of, of, acres. An, of an anus field. Yeah. Uh, just a bunch of asses and, right. and a bunch of dirt outside of the and towers. And this, this is just the north 40 now. Right. There's that border of, you know, not fully formed anuses. These are the ripe anuses the here ripe. in the north 40. They're right. growing anuses sure. over there. Sure. The ripe anuses. Now you do have to transplant. You have to yeah. rotate your crops. So in the other part, we have inverted peni. We have to be sure that the, the whole area is part of right. the. You know the break room country. We can't have that yeah, in exactly. the U.S. because you get taxed on that, right? Like, we have unripe ass tax. That's what they do too. Exactly. Exactly. That's what the U.S. does. But we are rotating our they crops. We have, like that's unripe. We have tax. inverted peni in one like field, and we have king on the anti-U.S. Now. <laughs> I have to support our country, don't I? If we're going to create a country, I got to support it. Yay! Red, white, and blue. No, not yay, red, white, and blue. <laughs> Those aren't our country. Oh, that's right. Our colors are we black can, and white. Yeah. Well, they're probably like red and brown because it's got to be like shit and blood. And white and... Yeah, it's got to be something like that. 
Real Jackson Pollock on the flag. The ugliest ass flag ever. <laughs> Somebody should design that. It for just us. has a jerky anus on in the middle of it, you know. <laughs> and that's our uh, national anthem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's our clapping. That's how we clap. <laughs> that's what we make our kids do. That's how when we... they're in school and they pledge allegiance to our flag, that's, that's what they have to do. <laughs> I don't know how many kids we'll get, but it's really weird. We're gonna go ahead and let them know that up front. Well, the mimosa men will go out as dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire's, <laughs> collecting the income from wages from pretending to be, be uh, you know, non-English speaking Hispanic uh, maids. They collect the income to bring them back. They'll need to get paid they in cash. They steal children. No, they're not. They're paid in love and and emotional break stability dollars. and breaking dollars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about. You're not talking about them going out and babysitting in the U.S. Well, yeah, they bring back American money, which I'm saying. and guns. They need to get then we convert paid in to cash. Break room right. dollars. We convert to break room dollars, and we yeah. send them. They're like Bitcoin, but far less stable. <laughs> I don't know. But they're back. I don't know if they're less stable. Instead they're at of, least as stable as Bitcoin. Instead of being backed by gold, we are backed by anus jerky. Yeah. The number of ripe anuses available right. for jerky. And it's soon to come our uh, inverted penai jerky. Well. Which is our next crop. We weren't really supposed to talk about that on air. And then quinoa. That's, that's kind of ahead of, you know, we're not really prepared for that yet. Look, I can't help it. I'm bursting at the seams to mm. declare our new. I know, you're, uh, pickle, I know you're pumped up about it. Our lime and pickle flavored uh, inverted peanut jerky. I know jerky. you're excited, but you got to keep that shit down. I can't if help it. We're going to make this country succeed. Dude, you it's, can't tasty. Talk about it it's tasty. It's tasty. Do you know how, like, I nearly came into my pants when I tasted inverted peanut That's all jerky. the time, though. You're basically always on the verge. I'm always so. on the edge. That's true. Yeah. I'm. They say what's up, Mark, and give you a high I'm five. I'm always clenching. Yeah, I mean, there's not, there's I can't not help a whole it. Lot. Yeah, I mean, when you took your belt off in the parking garage earlier, <laughs> couldn't help it. I just made a puddle. I know. I saw. I spermed everywhere. You basically doubled over. And if it were winter, ejaculate. it would be like an ice rink of sperm. Why were you a taking your rink. belt off in the parking lot? The autoerotic asphyxiation. That's off air. Can't talk about that. <laughs> we on just air. talked about in it on the. Air. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? In Mark the parking brings garage. Brings all these things to, uh, on air. I, I, was, I was changing pants in the garage, okay? Do you want, if you want to know. Jeez. Yeah. He made a because mess. Because I know it's going to be 200 degrees in this apartment. I changed the shorts. Apartment? Probably a good idea. Or in this the, tower. In this Excuse penthouse. <laughs> this tower, it's so big, it can't, you know, the, the tiny right. eight-seared uh, AC unit we bought for it. Unfortunately. Can't cool yeah. the entire tower. Unfortunately, so, yeah. And the mimosa men are out. It's made for like a 600-square-foot uh, yeah. house, and we did, you know, we in did a Murphy for like bed. a... 50,000 square right. foot of I know, a tower. It, it was really dumb of us. An and AC unit that's made for a, quote, Murphy bed. Well, a Murphy bed-sized apartment. The, okay, but that truck. doesn't have It's the equivalent of having one tiny window unit mm-hmm. on one floor, and we're supposed to, you know, A 600 support, square yeah. foot apartment is still not... That's not where you need a Murphy bed. <laughs> but we're supporting 40 floors <laughs> and a greenhouse on top. It, it doesn't, doesn't really do work well. out. It doesn't do well. Yeah, it doesn't do well at all. It it's, it's hot here in the for summer. For our needs, we need something better. That's why that's the mim- why we pit out during the show. That's why the seniors mimosa are out, doubt firing <laughs> themselves to get us money and American dollars to. We're basically soaked in sweat every episode. Pretty much. We have any VMs, Mark? Why? Maybe if they would play. Oh. My Someday. name's Media. I think we'll enjoy this voicemail. Hey, like- what's up, guys? This is Andy calling from Boston. It's been a while since I checked in, so I'll say good as give you a buzz on this fine Friday afternoon. Just leaving my uh, my new job that or relatively new job that I talked about a while back. But are you serious? I've been at about three months, so I'm, you know, kind of just getting getting uh, settled, getting used to everything, still trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. But This may not be the greatest topic. Um, so yeah, I've been, uh, had a 
ton of time to catch up on the shows, but I'm starting to. I just wanted to say thank you for putting out a, a wonderful product that is your podcast because it keeps me fucking laughing nonstop. And our anal jerky. Um, and also thank you for one of the one of the highlights of my life to date, without a doubt, is getting my own uh, drop. Cash yeah, money. Motherfucking money, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> Because uh, that's the only way to live. Cash money is right. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about, but I love it. Mark that Thanks laugh. Thanks for making that. Play it often, please. And keep me smiling. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, that's about it. Thanks for the show, as usual. And, uh, yeah, definitely do not buy my, uh, don't buy my book on Amazon called fucking some Cinderella bullshit. Because uh, you ain't going to find it. All right? Peace. Thanks, Eddie. Was awesome. <laughs> Thank you for some bullshit about <laughs> Well, if you do want a job, we do have a slot uh, open for a mimosa man. I need a. Uh, does Andy have a Twitter handle? Uh, I believe he used to be seven eight nine, but not At anymore. Andy the Antelope. <laughs> I don't believe he tweets anymore. Uh, we need okay. to start a Twitter battle between him and Sinkovent. <laughs> that would. You mean Budgie? I mean Budgie. Dang yeah. it! Let's get those two confused. To be fair, they are twins. Oh, hell, yeah, maybe. They're all super fans, which we appreciate. We do. Uh, so now, I think we're up to now 52 super fans? I don't know about that. I don't know either. I don't think it gets Can anybody 50. really know that? I think people drop off and it pretty much stays at 50. But we do have a slot <laughs> open for a, an in-house mimosa man. You will not have, That's right. You won't have to doubt fire. You just have to be in here and you have to what fan him. You, you won't have to doubt fire. You don't have to doubt. You, have to you do don't that. have to. No. The primary job needs to be standing in here and fanning it. Ooh, right. Excuse me, fanning us down. Since we have one tiny AC unit for a 50-story building, right. exactly. it'd be great if you would fan us. We need you to fan us and blow on us. Yeah. Not blow us, just <laughs> blow on us. Just, just Mark. If you're I'll stick blow with just the sure. fan. Yeah. You'll stick with the blowjob as well. <laughs> yeah, you will. So if you're okay with Thomas's cock and a giant leaf to fan <laughs> Dustin and myself. Thomas yeah. likes a nice prostate massage if you're sure. willing to provide that. Sure, if you don't mind, I'll reach around and slip back. If you don't mind uh, fisting... Him. <laughs> double. He prefers double. If you can get both hands in there. Oh, that's God. Twist sideways. <laughs> Perhaps mix in a cucumber. want to hit this? He does enjoy the vegetables. He enjoys a nice vegetable. Vegetables in my ass. Ass diet. <laughs> and whoever you are, we'll put that in the beginning and then, you know. We'll thank you as well. Stuck so before we move on, we ass. should say uh, if you have anything related to the show that you want to ask us or you want to comment on, you should call us at 469-665-9827. Email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. You can send us a voice clip there. Or you can Skype us at the break room on the Skype. As in Skype, Skype, Skype. 469-665-9827. You can at the end of it if you, you want know what to. we really need to do? I just thought about... Didn't Dave hate the Our Lady Peace one? He hates everything. Plus one, I mean, I know. Four, six, nine, we need to make six, a... Uh, six, five. Nine, Chinese democracy voicemail thing. You can uh, remember, don't awesome. forget to uh, subscribe to the show at feeds.feedburner.com slash breakroom show. The show site is at breakroom.tv. Is, yes. it, is it still? Still. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. 
Come on, give me some of your tots. I'm hungry. I want some food. It's time for another award-winning edition of the Taste Buddies. But are you serious? Taste Buddies, assemble. As soon as I step foot in the shop, I know that I don't know what I want. Chicken donut, coffee kebab, or lamb shish, or mixed special. Sometimes I get a coffee. Ah, yes, another delectable, tasteful segment of the Taste Buddies. Moist, delectable, appetizing. So far, it's never been appetizing. Oh, Thomas is on flinger. Shut up. Gotta take a flinger break. You don't say it's ever been appetizing? Fuck you. Uh, when has it been good that I've been here? Well, you I missed the remember. ghost pepper talk. It was actually say, pretty good. Time it was good. It's hot. It's not enjoyable. But, but it was, it was but good. for a ghost pepper taco, sure. not bad. Sure. For a ghost pepper taco, it's yeah. Not bad. I mean, you actually—it was actually I an enjoyable ever flavor, eat like one. But yeah, it, it tasted good. Just hotter than all. Chicken shit. biscuit, not bad. Is it something I look forward to? Chicken no. biscuit. The chicken biscuit with the cheese bullshit? Oh, that was horrible. Hell no. No, but the disgusting. chicken biscuit by itself was no, not bad. It, it was, was not good. It was, it was not horrible, but not good. I wouldn't say delectable. It's not what the I said. The Doritos thing was horrible. He, what did you say? Did you use the word enjoyable? No, I said tolerable. To- yeah, but the chicken biscuit by itself was tolerable, no, but not enjoyable. Know, Doritos but, roulette. But at the beginning, you said we haven't had an enjoyable one yet, right? right? That's what I'm saying. There so hasn't been that's one. Still okay. co- even if it's to- tolerable, doesn't yeah. equal enjoyable. But what about the Doritos yeah. roulette? That now, was, that tastes like Doritos. It was, no, it was again terrible. tolerable, but it okay. wasn't fair enough. It was bad because it wasn't it was anything cold we've too. had yet that was like, oh god, that's amazing. Other well, than, other than the taco, was perhaps good. perhaps today we will we'll have see. our collective. Oh, I the lied. Mad Dog I lied. Wasn't... There was one that was super enjoyable. What's that? The ketchup potato chips. Yeah, they were pretty good. Those were good. Those were good. Correction, correction to all of our all about those. They were a little yeah. bit stale because they had showed up open and it was obvious. But well, look, we're Casey, good. Casey we have more, uh, uh, Canadian fare, don't we? Yeah, we do. Okay. Because perhaps today we will find our first delectable treat. Now, we just d- decided we had a delectable one already. I mean, yeah. one we really, really like. <laughs> one Everybody, that doesn't involve ketchup. Other people that don't, you know, obsess about ketchup might sure. like. Sure. Exactly. One for the non-ketchup crowd, What's which is defined as 99.9% of the I will give you that the ketchup chips for are a ketchup one chip so far. Okay. They're the number one ketchup chip. In our Shut up. So Beyond far. that, they're the number one snack taste buddies. Sure. Sure. Without that was question, segment called taste buddies. Yeah, the number one taste buddies. <laughs> yeah. But this being nine eleven, this being nine eleven, I figure it's time that we need. It's time we need oh, to make no. some peace. It's time oh, to bring boy. cultures together. We need to smooth waters. Here comes a bad joke, sir. I'm trying to create peace here, not make jokes. Go I don't ahead. know why I'll you're trying. You're down, trying so to bring up your nine eleven here. Just go ahead. Humor here. You're no, trying to get your set going. I think this is where you bring your nine eleven. No, go ahead. I'm, su- I'm speaking here of bridging cultures. Go ahead. Of making peace. Let's hear the funny man go here in the North American continent. I have no jokes. <laughs> I'm <laughs> the UN Council. I don't believe you. Of podcast host. I'm here to make peace. Let's hear it. Go ahead. There's only one way we can make peace, and that's by teaming up, finding common interests. And you know what we can only find in Canada. Maple syrup. Uh, but you know what we can find in America? Bacon. You know what you get if you combine the two of those? Bacon maple syrup? Or maple syrup bacon? You, sir, are a smart man. All right. That wasn't as funny as I expected. From that the was funny not a man. joke. So like I said, I'm here to bring the humorist together. over there. Was- uh, Thomas, I know. I don't know why he's not issuing his jokes. <laughs> what he had, the a, deal he had an entire set list of 9-11 jokes, pro-Bin Laden jokes. Here he is over here just sitting quiet. Well, he's an anti-American. So That's true. You never know which As angle he's going to come his, from. His suburban earlier with the Nazi It's going to be from communism. It's right. going to be from, you know, the Arab world. You never know where he's coming from. <laughs> there's, there's one of the recordings of a set, previous 9-11 sets from last year. What is the deal? What's the deal with 9-11? <laughs> 
crowd loves you, Thomas. Well, here's set is dead. So, anyways, so what do we have coming up? Thomas is out. Apparently, that stuff was Thomas proper. is offended that we're trying to create peace in the Middle East here and here in the Americas. So, that's what's, what's one thing we also enjoy here in America, and that's being fat. I don't know if we enjoy so, it. If we we just are. If we take our maple syrup from our friends from from the United States, Tuke, Canada, we take our bacon from here in the All good right. old Gasoline. U.S. of A. High five. And we combine out the go, out go out. international product known as potato. <sighs> we come up with our our friend, perhaps the first delectable product known as the maple maple or maple <laughs> bacon bacon or bacon. Potato chip. Can you ever speak? Yeah, I, I can to, never I, speak. I have no. to bring that back from episode three no, no. when I asked that. World of Flavors, maple bacon. It's from <laughs> the World of Flavors. The bacon à la rubber, saveurs du monde. And a boo-boo. They are described as crunchy rippled potato chips with a maple bacon flavored with a U seasoning. I won't attempt to speak the other French here because that's uh, just dumb. Yeah. Now, let's keep in mind here, this is the president's choice. President of the president Canada? of Canada of yeah. Canada of the Tuke. Isn't he a cokehead? <laughs> That's Rob Ford. He's oh, like okay. he's like a prince. Is he not the president? I wish he was. I wish he was the president of America of the United, sorry, the United States. Just not. because he does cocaine, <laughs> because he's awesome. So yes, these are new nouveau. Thomas is on flinger again. They're president's choice, which means we're about to get the executive Fuck treatment with these off. chips. God damn. We should note that. Uh, the description on the back says recreating... Are you trying to sneak more people into Canada? He's trying to write more jokes for his 9-11 oh, okay. series. Recreating the he's, salty, smoky, sweet flavor jokes of maple bacon. These crunchy ripple chips are a delicious take on a sizzling taste. So here we go. They're, uh, wow. They appear to be ruffled like ridges. It's a white bag. Do we really need anything ruffled more? Ruffled like ridges? What does that even mean? The ridges potato chips, right? And that the They're called ruffles. <laughs> Ridged like ruffles. Whatever. There you go. That's what I meant. Or ruffled R- like ridges. Ruffled like ridges. <laughs> I'm right. Either way, uh, I'm always right. I don't know about that. So it's a white bag. You don't need much other than no matter which circles you a run. A picture I'm of bacon be- and a cup of maple syrup. And what do we have here in this bag? We have a picture of bacon and a cup of maple syrup. Well, let's bust them out. Now, Dustin, what's your favorite flavor of maple syrup? Is there different flavors? I'm asking. Or are there different flavors? I'm asking. I don't think there are. Now I hope I you. Think there's different brands. I hope you, the viewers at home, and I know you're not viewers, are getting a taste of that bacony maple smell. I know we have competition out there in the snack game. Yeah, again. unfortunately, our snack game, the guys we thought were dead, came out of hiding yeah. after being in witness protection for the last. After year. we started taste buddies, like of course, shit, somebody else is doing. I know it. We someone's doing back. it better. Someone's doing it better. Now yeah. they're still limited snacks. We do everything. We're not. We taste everything. Not just oh. snacks. Oh yeah, we've done meals. We've done frosties. We'll do an entire Thanksgiving buffet. What have we done, Frosties? We're, We're going to shit up now. We've done a seven course meal. Okay, you didn't so hear we get it. like a handful of these, or you have to smell it first. Take a whiff of that bitch. What do you smell there? Do you smell the bacon? Do you smell the pig? There's a little bit of mapley smell, right? I don't really smell too much. Ba- There's a little bacon flavor. A hint of maple more There's than anything. Not bacon. It smells more barbecuey. What do you think, Flinger Tea? Dip your schnoz in that. Little bacon, little bacony, little mapley, right? I don't smell any maple. You don't smell any maple. I smell, bacon. I smell ma- maple for sure. I, it, to me, it smells almost more like barbecue chips. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it smells. I would give you that. So I'll it's take weird. a handful here. Dustin, I know you enjoy two handfuls. Do you like to take a whole handful or? 
I'm gonna. You're just gonna do one chip at a time. You're gonna shove them all in your mouth. I might or? do that later. We'll do the suicide. It's not really a suicide. suicide. Oh, it's all the same flavor. Maybe I'll try to choke myself to death now. They are definitely rigidy, like ruffles. They're, they're ruffled like ridges. That's not what I meant to hit. <laughs> they got, uh, you know, they got a little flavoring. Sure. I mean, throughout the chip, there's a little bit of residue. Now we should note that before I, I forget it, that I these know. come from one of our super fans, Casey, shipped the, these through a mule. One of our Muslim men was shipped across the border, dressed as Miss Doubtfire, <laughs> with the chips in his butt. So we're going to taste these here. You guys ready to taste? Yeah. Very, a lot of crunch to it, of course. Mmm. Very crunchy. Now it's clear they've ripped, they've ripped off the design I of taste, ruffles. I taste no maple or bacon. It smelled like it. No. It pretty much tastes like a I mean, salty they're, chip. Yeah. They're not bad. Do I taste bacon? No. What does that taste in there? Do I taste maple? No. I don't taste either one at all. Do I taste barbecue? Yes. It's like a vaguely flavored potato chip. It's like a vaguely barbecue flavored potato chip. Vaguely. That's what it is. It's like a weak barbecue right. flavor. It's like if Ruffles Ridges, and they're originally Ruffles, decided, you know what? We're going to cut the budget by 80% and not, yeah. in, not include as much flavor dusting. Do you like to pop the whole chip? Maybe you take a couple of bites. For like just a nibble, like yeah. take a little you tiny. You nibble it, or you take the whole chip, like a tiny Shia LaBeouf nibble. Like this? Well, whatever. Yeah. What do you? How do you generally eat chips? You I generally just chip? like take the entire bag and scarf it down my throat mm. as many as I can at a time, at least two, without vomiting. What the hell is a tiny Shia LaBeouf bite? Don't worry about that. We'll find out later when I do it to you in the Shia LaBeouf segment. Mm-hmm. Talking about four. Gotta say, they're not bad, but they don't really have any distinctive flavor. No, you know what? And this is gonna—it's c- it's like a weak barbecue, which these chips weak. should have no barbecue flavor. Right. But then again, exactly, they shouldn't taste like barbecue. No, frankly, because Canadians have no idea what barbecue is. They've—they've heard of it, but they've never seen it. Like it's like viewers, a, not viewers. Barbecue, yeah. a right? They're, <laughs> but they don't know. They're up there like stewing in poutine, poutine, and you know, eating possums and What's I don't know, bears, Molson? moose. Yeah, uh, Molson drinking Molson. I like, I like a nice lager, a eh? right doing milkshakes of quaaludes. I mean, but they don't know really shit about barbecue. Yeah, they they don't know anything. But they're like, let's make a maple syrup flavor, a eh? but then let's make it taste like barbecue. We want to do a chip, a boot maple syrup, and a boot America. I think this is kind of like ma- this is kind of like barbecue. We're gonna fill everybody. We're gonna a? call it maple, but it's really gonna be barbecue. It's really a? weird. <clears throat> it doesn't taste like damn, either of them. Damn sneaky com- uh, Canadians and the Quebecois are like. Uh-huh, bacon, uh-huh, cheap, cheap, uh-huh. And they fail like, as well. Uh-huh, is this maple, uh-huh. uh-huh. It's not. Exactly. It's really not. They didn't say wee-wee. Oui, oui. They said no, no. Wouldn't no. they know what maple tastes like? They said nine. You would think. But based on these chips, I don't believe so. You would think so. But I'm not so sure that Canadians know what true maple tastes like. I feel like we maybe we've been lied to, and maybe all of our maple syrup really comes from, like, Florida or something. All this time, we've been lied to. From it's oranges. this great Canadian myth that... otherwise it tastes like barbecue. It's a great Canadian myth that maple syrup comes from Canada. I think it comes from Florida. If you relied on these ship makers, it would taste mm-hmm. like barbecue sauce. Right. Like, ah, I don't really want barbecue sauce right. on my pancakes. What the hell is this? You know what? This doesn't even approximate my Fucking barbecue Canadian sauce. Canadian barbecue sauce? It's not even Mark Hudson branded barbecue sauce with ketchup and mustard. This is like... You know. It's, it's a weak flavored barbecue. Sure. It's like... Is it offensive? No. It's not offensive. 
It's not, not like the chicken biscuit with the cheese. Sure. It's not offensive. It's not not tasty. I could eat some of these. I could eat the entire bag. What do you think, Thomas? Could I eat two it's bags? Okay. No. It's not really good. Okay, not really good. I'll give you that. But is it offensive? It's not like no, the chicken but, biscuit, right? But no. compared to what it's supposed to live up to, Canadian maple syrup, the myth. It's clearly. got none of it. Bacon. I think we've discussed that. It's got it's no a, yeah. U.S. grade A bacon in there. <laughs> I had a pull table It didn't say that it did. Oh. But the implication you, is that says, it has a flavor. It says maple bacon. I expect there to be bacon. Real, sure. real bits with at least a well, bacon smoke. I expect a bacon taste. flavor. Yeah, sure. It tastes like weak barbecue with maybe slightly sweeter barbecue. Sure. A little bit, but not even that much. Yeah, not even. Yeah, it's not it's like it's like a kid that draws a picture of what Superman's supposed to be like. He has a vague idea of what Superman looks like. That's what it's these like chips super. are to bacon. Yeah, he's super. I know what an S looks. I can I can make an S sort yeah, of. Sure. I can barely. I can, I can make an eight. I can make it a vague if approximation an eight, of, an, of okay. an S. I know what blue supposedly looks like. I know what super is. Sure. I know what flying. <laughs> it's, suppo- it's better than not good. I think it's there's. Than I think super. there's four fingers on a hand. I think I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. There might be six or eight. I don't know. My hand says five. I'm going with five. Right. I have six toes. It's fine. Yeah. I have two penises. It's fine. <laughs> I, you know, this is the way the, this I, is the way the kids I think. I can't support you on the penises, but I can support you on the rest. I'm with you on the rest. Like the oh, five okay. fingers, I'm with you. You're really concentrated on penises tonight. Would you support me with three penises? Uh, I would support you if you have three penises. But if but I were I, a child I, drawing three penises, would you support I me? I would say that's, I mean, what's going on here? What's in your underpants? Because that's not... You want to see what's in my underwear? That's not... No, I would ask. Guess I, what I have in my underwear. I'm not going to ask. I, I'm not going to look. I'm just going to say that's... It's not typically what's Why? in my underwear. But would you check you were, my butt? You were letting him look at your underwear in the parking garage earlier. No. Well, that's how I was administering the belt in the parking lot. Yeah, exactly. As he... He was hiking up my pants. Flingered himself below. God. <laughs> Whatever that means is an actual Adjective. Item. Yeah. But would I you, was flingering myself. <laughs> would you support a Superman... A kid's drawing of Superman with three penises? That's with a vague ass, a that's vague an eight. That's an offered thing. I can't talk. Why about do that. we need to have penis like multiple? What he's got one cod he's from piece. Krypton. Why does he need like he's from crypto? Okay, I'm saying you can fit many penises in one sure. cod piece. Why does the cod piece need to come off? Is my question. Why doesn't it? He's got crypto penis. <laughs> oh my god. He's got a I penis. I feel like this is a discussion for another episode. He's got a penis that was powered by the yellow Super sun, penises. but he came from a red sun planet. I will so say, the, after the taste hangs around in the mouth, there's a little more mapley. But it's sure. not. It's not enough. It. It's like the yeah. yellow sun hitting a baby, baby Kal-El. His penis explodes from, you know, one to three in the tiny. Well, that may be true. In the tiny crypto capsule as he moves that, in Earth's that atmosphere. That doesn't help the maple chip. And then the little kid draws him and says, "You know what? I understand what three penises is. Here we go. Here sure. it is. That that is what these maple bacon chips are from." I'm really the glad Brian Singer supposedly and, uh, well. President's Choice all Zack Snyder weren't listening to you when they were thinking about how to make the new Superman You know movie. what? That might have made the movie better. Well, uh-huh needs to reconsider his chip choice. Yeah. Uh-huh, Aboot does. Yeah. President A-A-Uh-huh. A-A-Uh-huh, Aboot. President A-A-Uh-huh, Aboot. Yes, he needs to reconsider his President's Choice chips. So, ratings. Ratings. Thomas, will you give the... Two thumbs down. Didn't Whoa. get a chance to say. Two thumbs down. Dustin, what say you? I feel like that's a little harsh because it wasn't offensive. I know, but it was so it sudden. It was it didn't so quite. It didn't quite. It doesn't live up to what's on the cover, so. It didn't live up to the cover. No. But could I eat a plate of it? Or like, you know, if sure. I had a sandwich and had some chips on the side, sure. these were them. Would I say, fuck these chips? No, I probably wouldn't. I would not. eat them all. It's okay. But no chicken biscuits. Yeah, it's a, that's a good point. Like, it's okay if you have a sandwich or something to eat with it. Yeah. I'm not going to eat those by themselves. No, I would never eat them by themselves. 
I'm gonna give it. Oh, I'm gonna give it kind of a high rating. One thumb up, one sideways. Because it was not offensive. Didn't live up to the hype. That's why I got the sideways. Fair but enough. I could eat them. So that's why what I got the thumb up. take him home. He obviously loves them. He's clearly the, the champion of these chips. Yeah. And I have to go somewhere in the middle here, fellas, because I, I smelled maple. Didn't really taste maple until yeah. they had sat in my mouth for about 30 minutes. Didn't taste any hint of bacon. I tasted yeah. no part of Canada in here. No I bacon. tasted no part of America. There's no guarantee for either to of these those. chips because they're not offensive, but they're not great. I give them two thumbs sideways. That sounds good. Next week, we'll have something else. I don't know what. <laughs> Very informative. You're listening to The Break Room. Your mom goes to college. Uh, Why not share the most intimate moment of them all? When he went too deep. The love toilet. Exquisitely designed, handcrafted of the finest porcelain, with flesh assembly and float gold imported from France. The nation of love. The love toilet. From Niagara, the toilet people. Because when you're in love, even a child makes a the Love Toilet. Available at all Bambergers and other fine stores. Fanny pack wearing both though. Ah yes, another lovely day here in the Double Flame Hall of Flame. Double Flame Hall of Flame. Like Double a, Flame Hall of Flame. The 36th floor of the Brick Room Tower. Right. It's uh. It's about where that lives. You don't get shit out onto a concrete pad here. Now that's reserved for the. Uh, the Double Dead is more of the Dead Hall of Fame. The Double Dead's near four one. To be fair, we haven't yet constructed our exit strategy from here. Yet. Nah, it might be into a B Arthur asshole or something. Then who knows? Ooh, Good God, that's nasty. Can we just like leave it at? <laughs> no, it's a hall. We have, dude. We that, have. We have to construct the entire facility. No, we don't. I don't know why you're denying this. I don't know yeah. why you're so upset. You don't want to finish the. We have so many donations coming uh, in. Deny. We have a legal responsibility to provide for this. Yeah, I don't know. Because I Thomas came up with it, it and Ooh. I don't want to do that. Wow. Just because you came oh, up with the idea, yeah. we it hired the architect as a committee. It a roach with semen. That can be who part go, of it. That can be a fun towers. game. Who was the architect of these not towers? Not you. Yes, it was. No, it was Frank Lloyd Wright. <laughs> no. It was Frank Lloyd Wright. You just lived them. Not right you just live. All. You live in the B Tower with your mimosa men. Ooh, you're fancy. Ooh. <laughs> so they take you around everywhere. There you go. Yeah. Doesn't just mean they know everything. Carry you around a plank Because I have fancy mimosa men. We're not making any craziness for the... <laughs> We can do what we want. No, you can't. This is a three-man committee. If you don't agree, you can be out of the committee. (laughs) (laughs) 
Seems a little broke. Well, I'll value. You, you don't know how a committee works. I know it's a it's a uh, it's a triumvirate here. Well, lucky He's got, here. Yes. It used to be a, ta- a pentaverate. And, and but. just like everything else, in order for us to move forward on anything, all three of us have to be in agreement. Unless two of the three vote you no, out. No, that's not how this one works. That's, that's exactly. You not. Don't get, you're not a un emberate. You're not the king. You're, kind of Melissa, no. man. you're right. I'm not. I can't make a decision without the two of you agreeing right. on it. Just like you can't but make a, a decision. But it's a majority decision. No, it's not. It is. That's the whole difference between the double, the, double dead Hall of Fame and the double flame Hall of Fame. No, it comes to everything. Well, we're getting shit out of an ass here somewhere. Currently, but that's not how it works. So perhaps we should get into this week's sure. Double Flame Hall of Fame. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are, we not Are you ready? ready? Yeah. Would somebody shut up the most man? Jesus Christ. Get the hell out of here. Go All away. Right. All right, they're gone. Thank you, thank you. You're not one of thank the Blues you, Brothers. You. Oh, not? Yeah. No, you're really not. But I always wanted to be. Did you? Yeah. I love the Blues Brothers. I should say always. I first encountered the movie probably late middle school, I guess. So since that time, I've always admired the Blues Brothers. It came out the year we were born, so obviously did. you weren't. Actually, eight short days after the glorious birth of your glorious leader, me, the bus driver. That would be June 20th, 1980. For those who are marking your calendars, I was born in June 12th. If you'd like to send gifts, you may. I accept most of men. My own set. I would like to have my own set because Thomas keeps hiring them from out from under me, aka slavery. If you'd like to mail me one or a snack, you can mail yeah, it if to. If it's slavery, then I'm not hiring one. One Street, number eight six zero four six one, Plano, Texas seven five zero eight six. Thomas may or may not check the mail if you do so. Even though we had mail notices, he refuses <clears throat> to check the mailbox. That is a good point. Nobody lives, else is checking it. I don't have lives, a key, so I can't check it. He lives okay, half a well, block from it. I'm not the only one that has a key. I don't ever remember this shit. No? He, but you live half a block from it, so it's more on you. I'll just start putting a post note on your head every day. <laughs> so when you look in the mirror... Write it backwards on his forehead so he sees it in the mirror. Maybe I'll give it to one of your most men to tell you. Your MMs. M&Ms, as you call Make them. Make them do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, this movie came out on June 20th, 1980. But uh, the Blues Brothers themselves started back in 1976, as I think most people know. They started out on SNL. But are you serious? As a musical sketch. And I didn't know this, but they only appeared three times on SNL before they went off and made an album and then a movie. That's very limited, right? I know. You would think. More limited than I would have figured. You would think. Um, apparently, uh, after he joined the cast, Aykroyd bought a bar in New York called the Holland Tunnel Blues Bar. 
And that's where the entire cast would hang out. Yes, I'm serious. Wow. Uh, and the guest host for the week. And so Aykroyd and Belushi became friends and, uh, you know, through music and cocaine. And Aykroyd introduced Belushi to the blues. And apparently they set it's up... Uh, kind of how we became friends. Yeah, it's not that far. It's pretty much music and sure. cocaine. Ours was... Our, but ours was heroin and meth. Huh. And little PCP. It was Abilene. What do you expect? Some, you don't do much better than meth. Huffing there. some paint. Some cheese. Meth is the cocaine of Abilene. Sure. Some bath salts. Yeah. And a little bit of flinger action. That's how we really came together. <laughs> now, this was in the, you know, 36-6 baud days of flinger. Way before they had that. So, apparently, the two, uh, Aykroyd and Belushi, collaborated with Paul Schaefer, who most people, I think, probably know from to the David Letterman show. I doubt it. The late I mean, show. No with, one knows or the David that. Letterman show. Nobody at all, yeah. yeah. But back in the day, he was on in the SNL band, and he was friends with the two of them. And uh, he helped them He helped them put together the band by finding band members, which was... The original band was most of whom appeared in the movie, which was Tom Bones Malone, Steve Cropper, Donald Duck Dunn, the guy with the pipe, the awesome bass player... <laughs> Uh, Alan, Mr. Fabulous, Ruben, Willie, Too Big Hall, and Matt Guitar Murphy. Holy Hornbeak. So after the sketches and how popular they were, they decided to make that album, uh, Briefcase Full of Blues, which was pretty popular, which was a live album, which I think all their albums, aside from the soundtrack to the movie, were all uh, live albums. Oh, okay. So uh, then they decided, because of the popularity of that, they decided to make a movie in 1980. Um, Now, interestingly enough, Paul Schaefer, as you may or may not have noticed was the Ninja Turtle. Was Paul Schaefer the Ninja Turtle? Yes, was not in the movie because he was actually replaced by Murphy Dunn in that movie. Um, oh, okay. Schaefer was kicked out by Belushi, hmm. uh, kicked really? out of the band because Belushi he sent a memo kid. to the entire SNL cast that said that Schaefer was kicked I, out of the band you know because Schaefer was working on Gilda Radner's studio album at the time, and Schaefer was in love with Gilda Radner. Okay. And he was jealous. He didn't want to share. He said in the memo, apparently, he didn't want to share Schaefer's talent with the rest of the SNL cast. He didn't want the light to shine on anybody else. So That's he kicked point. Schaefer out and never let him back in the band. Although, Schaefer would come back to appear in Blues Brothers 2000, which I've actually never seen. <laughs> well, uh, defer to Thomas on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything about it. You don't remember Paul Schaefer being in it? No. Yeah. I remember, you really don't remember anything about it then? I remember John Goodman was in it. <laughs> Uh, Did you watch it in 2000? There was a kid. <laughs> I don't remember. There was a kid, randomly. Was he a gay kid? <clears throat> I don't think so. He was the gay kid. No, he was the gay kid. We got just con- we got conf- late-breaking confirmation <laughs> from the news desk. From Electronic Mark. <laughs> Actually, from- I was kind of entertained by just looking at pictures of Jim Belushi and Dan Aykroyd dressed up as the Blues Brothers. Which, they're going to be here at the crazy. House of Blues, right? At yeah, the end of the month? they actually do like, live shows with we those somewhere right here. I think we should... Probably going to be House of Blues because Acro Acro owns that here in Dallas. So we should probably think about going to Yeah. He owns all the House of Blues. I didn't know that. We should think about going to that. Perhaps we could get up and close with Acro and and Jim Belushi. We should all get an interview. We should all accept. Probably will never happen, but we can try. So, Dan, is it better performing with his double dead brother or (laughs) is he better? Dan, why are you a fat ass? (laughs) (laughs) What happened to cocaine? (laughs) You were better when you were on cocaine. Jeez. So, uh, we Ac- miss you from the Great Outdoors and the Blues Brothers. What happened to you? Aykroyd wrote the... He had actually never written a script before, but he wrote this one, and it came in at 324 pages. <laughs> it was that the, a lot? It was a the lot? size of a New York phone book, put it that way, at the time. <clears throat> was that a lot for a two-hour movie? It was a lot, apparently. Yeah. Uh, John Landis took the script. He was the, ended up directing. Two, He'd also done two. Animal House, and he took two weeks, pared it down in a workable script. Two. The original budget at the time was $17.5 million, which was somewhere modern-day around $50 million. Eighteen. Um, but the budget at the time, the first month went fine, and then Belushi started 
well, not that he wasn't at the time. Kicking but up the cocaine? Started to kick up the cocaine a lot, delaying production. Kind of like the break room with Thomas. He ultimately, because of all the delays... It's more butt-chugging wine with him. God. Directly injected, and yeah. Definitely not wine. <laughs> Mad dog. I'm going to butt-chug anything. <laughs> but the budget ultimately ended up at $27.5 million. Uh, Ackroyd, as Dustin found earlier today, um, actually a portion of the budget was allocated just for cocaine. Just to cocaine. Because the two took of, part in it. Yeah, wow. he did, but not as nearly as much as Belushi. Not, yeah, not Belushi level. Apparently, uh, Landis claimed that one time he went into Belushi's trailer and he described it as a mountain of cocaine <laughs> was on the coffee table in Belushi's trailer. <laughs> and one time, Ackroyd, uh, Belushi frequently would, would not show up to set because he was so high or wasted or whatever. One time, Ackroyd found him at a nearby random house, passed out on the couch, and he'd already dug into the people's refrigerator at the time, just raided their fridge. <laughs> and, you know, he would die in 1982, I think, of cocaine. There he is. There's live audio from crazy. the set two of Blues years, Brothers. Two years after the movie. Yeah. Crazy. God. The uh, film held the... hell of a suction he's got there from the nose. <laughs> the film held the record for the most cars destroyed at 103 on screen. Until it was surpassed by the Blues Brothers 2000 at 104. Are you kidding me? But, Thomas, are you that's serious? not an answer. What movie would you guess actually ended up topping Blues Brothers 2000 with 532 cars destroyed? Which one? How many did 2000 have? 104. At, at 532. Which movie? Okay, so it was after 2000. It's one of your favorite movies. Not one we frequently name. Not Electra, though. Not Electra, not Taxi. Why? Yeah, I have no idea. Recent memory. Like in the Made last by Michael Bay. Michael Bay? Or, and Michael Bay. When he is went it a Transformers movie? It is a Transformers movie. Yeah, it's not one of my favorite Transformers movies. 3. 532 vehicles they destroyed. Really? Yeah. But are you serious? So, I am serious. Does this Thomas? just mean like in the production of the movie or that it's actually captured on camera? Like anyone could even know that. Okay, that's that a, would require that's research. That's a pretty logical question. I assume it's on screen. But, but nobody even, knows. Like anybody can know. Yeah. We can never know that. There's no science that could explain that. 532. How many did the first two, star- two uh, Transformers have? That's many the uh, Fapel chips. Fake maple. <laughs> oh, we're getting back into Taste Buddies, huh? Yeah. Isn't this the Taste Buddies music? No. Oh, no, it's the Italian. Oh, God. That's a um, lot of... It's crazy that the next movie after that was, was the so next much Blues Brother... <laughs> So yeah. ridiculous. So they used 13 cars just for the Bluesmobile. They had 60 police cars. They had 40 stunt drivers. And then the crew had a 24-hour body shop running at all times just to repair existing cars. They would need 40 stunt drivers because of there's so many the scenes chasing, where there's yeah. so many cars in the shot. Um, and despite going over budget, it ended up opening eight days after my birthday and only made $4.8 million. Opening behind what movie, Thomas? 1980? Uh, Name that movie. Lady Hawk. Also starred... Hang on. It's definitely not Star Wars. Star Wars is 81, 79, 82, 79, and 77. Right? Okay, you can confirm that. Sure. I don't know. What is it? Empire Strikes Back. I thought it was 79. Are you sure? I am sure. That's what the Wikipedia says, and I trust Wikipedia. I could have sworn it was 79, because I thought it well, it's, it's killed probably, on that it's trivia It's possible before. that the movie had just run so long at number one. That <laughs> when, did, when was well, Blues Brothers released Empire was 83. Blues Brothers was 1980, June 20th. Eight days after my birthday, if you want to send me presents. <clears throat> and definitely... Wasn't was Jedi 83? 
That's what I said. Jedi was 83. You said Empire was 83. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Yeah. 80. Empire was 80, I guess. Jedi was 83. So anyways, facts. What are, what are facts? Nobody knows what facts are. Facts are dumb. It's facts don't exist. Does. Facts are like lies wrapped in bacon. Maple bacon chips. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. You're right. I guess they were three years apart, each of them. I'm Is eating it? from a bag of lies right now. And actually, that ended up being the same thing for the episodes one, two, and three. Because episode one came out in 99, right. two came out in 2002, and the last one in 2005. Cool story, bro. That is a cool story. Let's re-examine that. Tell it again. It's not really that. Come on, can we move on? So the interesting thing here is we'll, this is our... We'll save it later. This is our uh, first double flame, hall flame entrant that the three of us, not all three of us had seen. Wait a minute. Oh, I was confused. Er, er, earlier you were like also starring, and I'm like, okay, well, she didn't star uh, in Blues uh, Brothers. Uh, she happened to be in there. Also starring. Did, Co-starring. Did we, did we mention that we watched it recently? That's what I was about to say. <clears throat> go ahead, though. I'm sorry. Tell the story. I was just going to say, that we mention that, that Dustin had not seen it previously? That's what I just said. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give okay. me pleasure. Well, I, was, I didn't name Dustin specifically. I didn't want to point him out. No. I didn't want to embarrass him. Nah. He doesn't give a shit. I didn't so want to point fingers, eat? put him in the corner. I don't think Dustin's ever been embarrassed. Did ever. you go to eat? That has nothing to do with anything, <laughs> Thomas. God. Always well, maybe before the film. It's we didn't. No, we ate during the film, Thomas. You were there. God, we had pizza. <laughs> we ate pizza during the movie. We no vegetables. Dustin complained about how expensive the pizza was. He did. Because he wanted to pay like $2. He was hoping you I went out and got Papa some John's. Totinos. Or some yeah. Little Caesars. <laughs> Papa John's special coupon or something. <laughs> you got Little Caesars. You don't work out in the local uh, gym, though. I gave you the local workout That's flyer. That's true. I and you say, I support local businesses. But you work out at LA Fitness right. or whatever. I didn't know that a gym existed. You gave me a coupon. Maybe I'll take you up on that. You won't. I didn't know it existed. You'll be like, fuck this. I got a better deal at LA Fitness. Just like me when I say, fuck this, I got a better deal at Papa John's and local pizza place. Uh, so we're both fucking but over the local You business. hate small business. That's what you we really That's hate the conclusion it, we come to. We know that you really Pizza do. is like a small commitment. Is like it, is it $25? Pizza is one of the largest industries in these United States. The workouts, you're paying like $50, $70 a month, so you're really fucking over the local I'm not business. paying that's that much. That's not how much it is. <laughs> how much do you what pay? What do you pay? I, well, I don't pay for one, so whatever you guys but do you pay. Know what, do you understand what the LA... Is do you understand what, what okay, well, the LA and LA fitness means? But a month. That's not one pizza I'm paying, one time. I'm staying true to Texas. You're not. LA fitness. The LA stands for... Los La, Angeles. No, it stands for La Abilene. Or Lower Alabama. La Alabene. Either way, it's not or Texas. Abilene. Alabene? What the hell is Alabene? That's the sister Albine. city to Abilene. It's La Alabene. The sister city of Abilene. You only lived there like 18 years. Why can't you pronounce it? I can't say anything right. <laughs> He was hit so many times in accidents that weren't his right. fault. That we got a mark. I can't he can't remember anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <sighs> and then play it right next to, I'm a master of the English language. Yeah, exactly. Mark that. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> so I, what the conclusion is, I support local business. You hate small business. You support Walmart. You're a pro Walton family. I support local business on long term. You oh. support it short term. Sure, you support so it. So you like a one shot. You're this giant is the dumbest argument ever. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here it's giving money though. to small business. F13. These fights are real. Uh, in in uh, the there um, <laughs> and the uh, so uh, five minutes these, after he's done. Uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh yeah, no. Blues Brothers. <laughs> Blues Brothers. <laughs> so long and short of it, I didn't want to point Dustin out. Thomas good. apparently wanted to expose him and embarrass him. He doesn't care. But Dustin never seen it. I was. 
He's trying to stay covert, but Thomas right. called me out. It's time to come out of the Blues Brothers closet. When, he, it's okay. it's when okay. he gives it two thumbs down here in a minute, it'll be obvious that he has no nostalgia for the movie whatsoever. So, Thomas, let's go to you for Is your this a comment? expert Blues Brothers analysis. What do you? What did you? Blues how do you feel Brothers about Thomas? Where do you stand? Blues Brothers. <laughs> you and I grew where up. Where do I feel about yeah, it? How do you feel about it? And what's, your, what's your it's, history with it's it? It's absolutely a classic. I don't I remember like the first time I saw it or anything, but saw it as a kid. Loved it. My dad absolutely loved it. It was a big eight. Your big dad thing always for dressed like to, a Blues Brothers at yeah, all times. On, uh, he had a buddy that was also into sure. it that was tall and skinny, and they would dress up like Blues Brothers for Halloween parties. On yeah, he always he named himself Larry Loose Change Blues. And <laughs> was he, he a taste like buddy? I don't remember that. No, he wasn't a taste no, buddy. No, he definitely wasn't a taste buddy. He was buddy. a blues buddy. <laughs> you could be both. But yeah, he loved it, and you know, I just kind of got pulled into it, too. I mean, it's really awesome. Sure. Love music. That's and where the name, your nickname, The Tank, came from. It was Thomas The Tank. The Tank. Okay. That's where you. That was your blues name. Audience likes so Thomas. Thomas the tank, tank. Right. Doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, it wasn't very creative, but that's where you got your. That's where you got your nickname from, Thomas the Tank. Tank. Basically, anyway. a double tank. Right. That's greatness. What do you like about it? Do you like it? The music, the soundtrack's awesome. Uh, I would contend, maybe one of the best soundtracks out of any original soundtrack. Well, to be fair, there are a lot of covers, well, but best original, Blues Brothers original movie soundtrack. Original, True. ridiculous. Original. True though. Fact. Original that includes like singing. Sure. There's plenty of other soundtracks I like better that have just scores and stuff. Right. But it's probably it may be one of my favorite musical soundtracks. Better than Walk sure. the Line soundtrack, Mark. Yes. You like that one though, right? I like Walk the Line a lot. Okay. But it's also I also consider it better than Moulin Rouge, which is a sort that's of a, very a good soundtrack. That's a, good a comparative soundtrack, soundtrack sure. or I like Brother Warthel, which is wow, also good. Wow, you like it better than that? I do. Man, that's high praise. I would I say know how much you like that the Oh Brother Warthel soundtrack. I would say the non-orchestral score soundtracks, whatever you want to call those soundtrack soundtracks that have me like singing <laughs> that in have it. yeah contemporary music or what singing or whatever non original songs. This is definitely my favorite soundtrack out of any movie out there. And this is why I submitted it for the Double Flame Hall of Fame. Other than the movie's great, but the soundtrack is something I, mean, I will listen to at least once a week. The movie is very much built around the band yeah, definitely. that produces music. And they did a great job of pulling in other famous artists at the time yeah. to you know just uh, combine with them to do good music and stuff. Holy like Hornby. the... the, the uh, Holy almost said Ray Park. That's amazing. Ray the, Charles. Uh, Ray Charles. That would have been awesome. Tune is out Ghostbusters. One, <laughs> one of my one of my favorite Ghostbusters. Wasn't that? Oh wait, Ray. Oh, Ray what, Park. Sorry, I was thinking of uh, good Star Wars, man. No, I know. You were thinking of the character from the Ghostbuster. No, uh, Ray. Yes, Ray. Anyways, you were thinking of the character. I was thinking from of the Ghostbuster. You were thinking of Ray. God, I'm totally high right now, and so much math. Okay, so what would that music have been like? I don't know. Let's just move on. Okay. This is not a banner show for me. That was a good one. That 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 tune they do with uh, what's that called? Twist in or whatever it's called. It's great. Yeah. I would I say love, I love that song. Whatever it, it's called, everybody needs somebody. That one they do at the performance is fucking great song. If you call Moulin Rouge a, a musical, would you call Blues Brothers a musical? It's not a musical. You it's don't not, think so? It's funny. I don't know. Moulin that Rouge would, is a musical. Though. I don't know that I would call it. Moulin yeah, Rouge but the Moulin Rouge ton of singing, Moulin though. Rouge has music every five minutes. And that movie does not have music every five minutes. It's got it's, a story. It's, it's almost built there, around the music, but it's not a musical. Man, it's almost there though. Like a couple more songs, I think you could There's almost classify like it as five or six songs total, though. Uh, There's a lot of talking in Blues Brothers. Uh, 
Okay, you want to count them? I'm talking about what's in the movie. There are 11 songs in the movie. That's not uh, true. Uh, that is uh, true. Not the whole. Yeah, actually, there's actually 12 because there's one in the movie that's not featured on the soundtrack, and I can't swallow a shit like it. Yes, that's true. I'm looking at the soundtrack right here. There are 11 songs. That doesn't mean they all made it into the movie. They all made She Caught the Katie, the Peter Gunn theme, although they didn't sing that. Give Me Some Love and Shake a Tail Feather. Everybody Needs Somebody to Love. That was in there. The Old Landmark. That was in there. Think. That was in there. Theme from Rawhide. That was in there. Well, like, the Moocher, it says the Old Landmark. Sweet Home Chicago. Jailhouse Rock. That was in there. And there's one more that was in the movie that didn't appear on the soundtrack. So there were at least 11 songs from the soundtrack that were in the movie with active singing. Okay. So I would almost call it a musical. I know it seems like there was a lot in between. To be that's fair, not, it's not like there's spontaneous emotion and they're like, oh, you know, singing Mark, the Peter Gump theme. Whatever the fuck that was. I'm saying. What musical did that? Love. Everybody. What musical did somebody. that? I'm just saying, usually they start to, there's some turn of phrase. Well, they say I, a sentence I feel and like then you're they confusing the musical with opera. I'm slightly ja- exaggerating or ejaculating. <laughs> Slowly, Jack. This is not one of my best days. That's okay. You're doing good. Uh, it probably, I guess, it probably could be considered. A you musical. never heard sure. the, uh, had Thank the you. Uh, Blue Bonnet Awards for news? Would you consider it the best musical? Yes, you would. Whoa, it's a bold claim. It's one of the best. It would it's be right there. there with Moulin Rouge. I love both of those movies a lot. Now Mark they, they, hates Moulin Rouge. That's what we know. No, I don't hates it. But you know, the, this it film, does. to be fair, does have the advantage of they're employing popular, already popular songs. So I'm sorry, Moulin Rouge doesn't do that. Um, yeah, no, no. I'm saying I, I, I meant to say I'm sorry. Both films okay. enjoy that of yeah. employing popular songs. Sure, they do with original takes. The, Bo- if you the Blues that, Brothers theme, though, that's original to them, right? I don't think it was. Sure, it is. The thought that was somebody else's. No, that's theirs. Somebody should examine sure. that. I don't know, but I admit I didn't do research. I'm going to say but I thought it was it's theirs. theirs, period, regardless. You don't have to look it up right now. You I'm going to look, look it up right now. Right now. You don't have to look it up right now. Mm, no, it was first recorded by American uh, yeah, soul yeah, singer yeah. Otis Redding. Uh, yeah, so no, it is yeah, not a Blues Brothers uh, yeah, original. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Otis Redding came years after the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love this movie. I, I don't think anybody here would be surprised. Love this movie. I think it's not great. Surprised. I like to watch it at least once a year. The intro, don't get me wrong, the, the first five minutes is a little too much when they're, wa- they're taking Jake from the prison cell to get you know, discharged from the prison. That's a little much. I understand. I like yeah. the way the movie builds. What I like about it is, aside from the soundtrack, the movie goes from really, really long and exaggerated and quiet until this just like giant explosion of cars and fecal matter and diarrhea and, and just guns. Cars wrecking at yes. a ridiculous pace. That's awesome. It's directed very well. I just think the, the only thing I would change is the opening scene is just probably two minutes too long. That's about it. But sure. still, for me, double flame worthy. Sure. You want to watch some wire? No, go ahead. Keep going. Thomas, I assume you also give this two flames. You didn't double give flames. it two flames. You just said you think it's double sorry. flame worthy. It is double flame worthy. I give it two double flaming thumbs up. I absolutely. I do too. Now, without, here comes the thing. Without a doubt. Here comes the, the crux upon which we stand. Here comes the thing. There's a Whatever that means. And I feel like we're going to run into this. What is it that we watched recently with him that he hadn't seen? Uh, I didn't go, actually. I know what it was. It was Monster Squad. Yeah, Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. And Which he was... hated it. I didn't, I didn't hate it. And I was like, it. yeah, it's possible that not having it. the nostalgia Let's feeling be to it. Because sure. movies back then are not made like movies are now. I did and, not hate it. Let's be honest. But you didn't like it. It was okay. You didn't understand what the big deal was about I will it, give is you that. what you said. Yes. And that... I, I felt like, like that was very obvious that 
the fact that you hadn't watched it when you were younger okay. means there was no nostalgic feeling whatsoever. Let's set something up, though. Just because it's an older movie does not mean I won't like it. Unlike you, of course, I think Mark may agree with me on this, that I would... I would give a double thumb, double flaming thumb up to Casablanca. I thought that was a great movie. Oh my god, really well done. It doesn't have to be a modern movie. Mark, what do you say on that? I agree. It doesn't have to be modern. Sure, I can cast my mind back to a time. Would you give Casablanca two flaming thumbs? I would. Yes. Okay. It's, it's a good movie. So it doesn't matter that it's made nineteen eighty. That has nothing to do with it. You guys no, both double flaming. I'm just it, right? saying. I'm not saying. That that's why I'm just saying that there is a nostalgic feeling that comes with. Mark and I watching it, just like Monster Squad for that matter, that you don't sure. get because you just don't just don't see it. You didn't now, see it with kid eyes first. Now with Blues Brothers, since it's I guess it's left up to me. Um, it's down to you. <clears throat> the first about Mark says it's like a couple of minutes, five minutes. I say no, I'm just saying about would, twenty minutes of the movie. No. Oh. I was pretty fucking bored to be honest. The the prison scene was absolutely a beating. It was too long. And I was like, what I the hell is that. even going on here? It's yeah. quiet. We're like scanning desolate Chicago. Right. This is really fucking boring. To me, the movie didn't actually turn and start getting entertaining until after Carrie Fisher randomly came and blew up uh, Dan Aykroyd's apartment. <laughs> At that point, I, you know, once they got out of that and they... From that point on, I thought it started getting better. Right. When Aretha Franklin came in, I thought it started getting good. It's light. Ray Charles got it starts good. Starts to build and build and build. The soundtrack of this movie is great. If anybody hasn't listened to it, they need to listen to it. It's it's solid. Uh, the Blues Brothers theme is classic. I mean, you can't very, you can't deny that. That's a classic classic tune. Sure. Excuse me. Um, it's a fun movie. At that point, you don't really know what to expect. Like I didn't know anything about it coming into it. The mall scene, for instance. The, the mall scene's great. Total but right. before that. Like when they're going to see the nun and they're talking about it, and she's telling them to sit in the back and then scoot up. And I, yeah, there's some like chuckles. You know, humor in there, but I'm like, nah, this is all kind of right. lame. I don't know. I, I was like, the whole movie's like this. This is like a two thumbs down for me, right. to be honest. But once we got past that, um, once they got the band, when they were trying to get the band back together, yeah. when they started doing that, I think the movie turned a corner and it got a lot better. I agree. Um, the funnest scene in the movie is definitely the restaurant where Mr. Fancy Pants works at. We're like, how much for your women? Oh, yeah. That's a very fun scene. <laughs> your daughter, how much for her? It's great. It's, you know, you gotta, you just have to know what you're getting into when you're watching this movie. Sure. You have to know it's goofy. You have to know it's ridiculous. Right. Uh, I mean, there's parts in this movie where, like I say, an entire building is blown up by an Uzi by Carrie Fisher. <laughs> and they pretty much just walk out of it and like, yeah, well, let's go off. on. You know, it's like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It. They don't question uh, it. The building was actually blown up by planted C4 or something well, like whatever. that. Well, whatever. Well, she blows up the front of the building, and they still go into it and sleep that night. Whatever. Yes, they do. Uh, A lot of over-the-top moments. Uh, Very SNL in in a lot of respects. The people they pick for the movie, I don't know how Blues Brothers 2000 went, but for the ones in this, they pick pick great great performers. Uh, I know it was Ray Charles, uh, Aretha Franklin. Who was the... What's the scat man's name? Uh, John Lee Hooker was in there. And he's Hooker. the one that didn't appear on the soundtrack. Uh, John Lee Hooker. Who's the, who's the really? reverend? I can't think of the guy's name. Oh, James, uh, James Brown. Brown yeah. James Brown, yes. James Brown's classic. Uh, soundtrack's great. It's a good movie. It's Cab a, Calloway was in there from yeah. the Moocher. Uh, I guess that was about it. That's the rest of them were all, blues, of. all blue, blah, 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 blues brothers. That Minnie and the Moocher, Moocher song is awesome, too. Yeah. I just have to stress, anybody watching this, you have to give it... You have yeah. to give it at least 30 minutes. Absolutely. Because you're going to start it off and say, 
what the hell's going on? What the hell's going on? Right. This is this is stupid. I don't know why they did that at the beginning. Uh, uh, I think I think they extended it way too much at the beginning. I think they should have just yeah. started with John Belushi leaving prison, and they would have been think, fine. Maybe even have Frank Oz talking about the shit he had, and then leaving prison. I think they could have shortened it. Like, see him in a cell, then you see him getting discharged. Yeah. It could have been really short. Yeah. Uh, that being said, do I think it's Double Flame Hall of Fame worthy? <sighs> As someone that has no nostalgia attachment uh-huh. to it... I'm going to have to say no. I'm going to say it's two thumbs up. It's not two flaming thumbs up for me. It's a good movie. I don't regret watching it. Yeah. I think it's fun. I would recommend it and say everybody should watch it. It's not flame worthy to me. (laughs) That's really sad. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Not surprising, though. Gave it a fair shot. I'm going to go cry into my huge pillow now. We know every... uh, Coen Brothers movie we present, Thomas would do the same thing sure. too. So we we know where we're going. So I, won't, I won't even watch it. In fairness, Dustin, I'll just uh, say you no. have the next nomination. Do you not for I the do? Double Flame Hall of Fame? Would you care to announce your selection, at, uh, at a, or would you care to announce it at a time of your choosing? Are we going in on order here? Because if so, then it's next? my turn again. Because okay, I well, nominated Dustin. What, did you do that last one? Yeah. Did I do Batman? Yeah, you did Batman, and I did The Dark Knight before that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Thomas, would you care Actually, to announce? We did another one recently. What did we do a couple weeks ago? Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets Society. Yeah, which was we a mutual, just decided to do that. Mutual yeah. masturbation. That's yeah, my turn again. So Blues Brothers okay. Markets. Thomas, so. would you care to announce your next movie? Oh, I don't know. Now or a time of your choosing? I'll, I'll, I'll announce it by next I week. I know what I'm going to do next. At a time of your choosing. We'll wait until I get around to it. Wait, who are Cohen Brothers again? I forgot. Uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen. Yeah, the, what, what did they do? What are the popular uh, movies? Raising Arizona. Arizona. Oh, Brother, Where Are I liked that movie. I've never seen that movie. Hated that movie. Uh, old No Country for Old Men. Blood Simple. Uh, overrated. Blood Simple. Lewin no Davis. Lewin Davis, which I still yeah, haven't seen. That, that was a recent one, right? Raising Arizona Davis might be on my list at some point. They did True Grit, the, most recent, was pretty the most recent version of True Grit. Yeah, they did. Did I watch that? I can't remember. Jeff Bridges. I know it's, he's it's in good. It. It's it, good. I can't remember if I watched it or not. So anyways. Anyway. We'll see what Thomas uh, nominates next time. It's a fire engine. Yeah, I'll nominate something in a couple weeks. All right. You're listening to The Break Room, your home for all the nerd rage, pop culture, and illegitimate lists you never knew you couldn't live without. Keep your pants on, and we'll be back for another exciting segment soon. Hold it. Is that what you're having for breakfast? Sure. Haven't you heard? Fiber is really good for you. Well, there's fiber, and then there's high fiber. Try this. Mmm. <laughs> Sounds delicious. But is it really higher in fiber than my oat bran cereal? Take a guess. How many bowls of your oat bran cereal would it take to equal the fiber content of one bowl of colon blow? Two. <laughs> guess again. Three. A little higher. Four. Keep trying. Five. No, you'll have to do better than that. Sixteen. Seven? Guess again. Eight? We'll give you one more guess. Nine. Not even close. It would take over 30,000 bowls to eat that much You'd have to eat ten bowls a day every day for eight and a half years. Wow! I think I get the picture! 
Colin Blow must be the highest fiber cereal on the market. Not anymore. Now that there's new Super Colon Blow. Super Colon Blow? It would take over two and a half million bowls of your oat brand cereal to equal the fiber content of one bowl of Super Colon Blow. I'm convinced. Colon Blow and you in the morning. Colon Blow and new Super Colon Blow. Warning, may cause abdominal distension. Consult a physician. Live from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the body-filled Trinity River, this is KTBR Eyewitness News. With your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes. Here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. <laughs> there he is. There he is. What's going on, guys? With baked potatoes. Welcome to the break room. Thank you for welcoming me into my own uh, bosom of a show. Well, welcome to welcome to my bosom because I'm the one starting this. Well, up I find your bosoms like... very, very uh, comfortable. They're soft, pillowy. They're not milky. No, they're really not veiny with milk. They're veiny, but not in a good way. It's not a pretty picture you're painting. No, it's pretty nasty, actually. I'm kind of thirsty right now. Well, let's move on from that, milk. and let's go ahead and go into some news. So, Mark, you uh, forced a Kevin Sorbo story down I my throat this week. I forced it. I said, this might be good for news. <laughs> I was doing research out in the field. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you I'm trying to. to I'm trying to feed products into your milky breasts. This particular story seems to kind of fit along the lines of uh, Thomas's thoughts. About, it's an anti-Jewish story. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Kevin Sorbo said uh, oh, the no. Jews did kill Jesus. So we'll go ahead and uh, listen to a little bit of his. Swastikas are cool and everybody not American are animals. <laughs> Zeke Kyle. Let's go ahead and listen to his audio and then see if you feel like, uh, you know, he's as anti-Semitic as you would think he would be based on the headline. And so I think Mel Gibson... Nope. Uh, in a very big way. Ten, <laughs> he ten years he ago. Attacked, he got attacked when he was shooting oh. the Passion. Yeah. From the Jewish community saying, but look at the way you're portraying us. I mean, I go, oh, okay, news bulletin, you did kill Jesus. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. Well, they delivered him over to the Romans, right. Exactly. They did deliver him over. So they, they, they had a hand in it. Um, and, of course, what did, what did it do? Well, a $30 million movie made, what, $500 million. So it, it's, uh, Mel sort of had the last laugh there. And so I think Mel... All right. Well, who, who, what show is he on there? Uh, it doesn't say in the article, so I have no idea. But <laughs> that was on the Charlie, Charlie, and Charlie show. Okay, the three Charlie show. Uh, <laughs> it seems that Kevin Serbo is just a Serbo. Yeah, Sorbo. Sorbo. The break room zone, Kevin Sorbo. That's, That's a good right. point. We did have a very <laughs> exclusive interview with Kevin Sorbo. He's just a roll of the dice these days, according to the uh, article I'm reading here. Is that what he describes his career as these days? <laughs> no, the uh, whatever source this is that I didn't copy and paste into my notepad. <laughs> uh, he, awesome. He's pretty much all he can say about atheist, and now he said pretty much all he can about atheist, and now, like many before him, has become... For the Jews. I don't know exactly what that means. We're going to ask here. women for their breast milk. <laughs> That's a really weird phrasing there. It's a really weird phrasing. What I mean... And boy, does he have a message for them. 
continuing his promotion tour for uh, God's Not Dead on various Christian radio programs I've heard I've never heard of, according to this article. Uh, Sorbo popped by Jerry Newcomb's Vocal Point, so there's the show for you. Uh, to talk about how Mel Gibson is responsible for opening the doors of opportunity to Christian filmmakers in Hollywood. Alas, he did not stop at the <laughs> really? obvious dog whistles. Sorbo stated that he could not figure out why, quote-unquote, the Jews were so upset at Mel Gibson for, quote-unquote, the passion of the Christ. Why does that even need to come up anymore? Me. Isn't that movie, like, 15 years old? Wasn't the event itself over 2,000 years old or some such? <laughs> 2032? <laughs> Good call. 1,970-something? 16. 68? Yeah, yeah, I don't really understand... Uh, you know, I mean, if Kevin Sorbo thinks that happened, fine. If other people don't think that happened, fine. I just... Why does it need to be discussed? keeps coming up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, did. do you want to debate whether, you know, they technically turned over Jesus to the Romans yeah. or what? I mean, okay, maybe they did. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sitting That's here... point. I don't know. I, I just don't understand why that has to keep did, coming it, up. As to be it, fair, did, did Mel Gibson really introduce... Open the door. I mean, I think Kirk Cameron oh. had a little something to say about or, Christians in Hollywood. Or several other Christians before him. Such I think as? a lot of people have blamed Jews for turning Jesus over to the Romans. I think that's. A I'm pretty, saying within Hollywood. I'm, I'm just saying that's a pretty common theme that's come and up. He was also an Amen. I think. Well, I don't know about that. Jesus or Kevin Sorbo or who are you talking about? Oh, okay. It was a buddy comedy. The whole Jesus. Point, <laughs> obviously, I'm not religious anymore, but the whole point of that is not to point fingers at who specifically did that, but to say that we all would have done the same in that scenario. Like, everybody turned against him. Like, that's, sure. how, it, that's how it went. Like, it's just stupid. People are stupid. Like, why is that even something that needs to be discussed? I don't know why it's a news story, because I don't really give a shit if Kevin Sorbo thinks that. And I mean, why is I don't Kevin care Sorter, either, but the, he can't say stuff like that without having backlash. Well, I mean, I you can't do that. I guess that's true. He looks yeah. like Mr. T, yeah. but Indian. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo? Yes. You did interview him, so you would know best. Seriously, why Why is Kevin Sorbo on Jesus Show? Like, is he promoting the latest well, didn't you, Kirk Cameron Christmas comedy? He Maybe. is he is touring uh, for God's Not Dead. Oh, is oh, he okay. in the latest adaptation of Left Behind, maybe? Oh, good point. I know Nick Cage is, but that's it. He'll be the. <laughs> he'll be playing his daughter. <laughs> he'll be playing Nick Cage's daughter, Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna grow his long flowing hair back out. <laughs> be kind of awesome. Anyway, I don't really know what's a story. It's a. Uh, it's like a two thousand year old story. That's because when already long religion is always religious conflict is always a story. I know, but unfortunately, pow. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it is. I mean, that's right, right? Sure. That's right, right. Right, right. That's what I thought. <laughs> Next story. All right, let's move on from that. Next story. Kind of a downer, and let's move on to another downer. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about the investigation of the Ray Rice case. Oh, boy. Which uh, Thomas and I have sexed about all week. He sent me several pictures of his penis. I sent him several pictures of Mark's asshole Why back. can't we ever just have conversations? I don't know. I, I have Mark's asshole readily available to text, and I go ahead and send it to Thomas. <laughs> and then we did that, and then we talked about the Ray Rice stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of foreplay involved before you get to the actual <laughs> conversation. Well, I mean, that's the only thing that makes it worthwhile. Okay. Uh, the latest development uh, that I've seen as of uh, this afternoon. Dateline what? Dateline 7.35 p.m.? Texas time? Uh, 7.45 a.m. actually, so I guess maybe it's a little behind. 
But uh, apparently, uh, a former FBI agent, or actually Fancy. the head of the F- uh, the FBI, Robert Mueller, is Mueller actually going to go in there and take a look at this whole investigation. That sounds real formal. So the sexiest DJ. Is it? Okay, is he working for the NFL? I mean, who is he working for? I believe it's an independent thing, but it may be for the NFL. Well, I, I, believe, I believe Congress is calling them in. <laughs> Are you serious? I, yeah, He's I actually heard that's former FBI agent. No, no, I... Inquest into how NFL handled its investigation in the Ray Rice case. Who I believe, is hiring him to do that is my question. Uh, let's Ray Romano. Okay. I do believe, actually, that, the, that Congress has sent the NFL a letter saying that they will investigate this matter. If they had not already hired counsel to investigate the matter. Q people talking the about... The National Organization... Congress doesn't have anything better to do. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. The National the Organization for Women together, called uh, Mueller's appointment just window dressing. Mueller. So I'm assuming it's uh, someone on the NFL side that actually hired him. That's interesting. So what do you think? Do you think Goodell actually knew about this tape and had already seen it? I think it's pretty hard to believe that he didn't have any idea about the tape. considering. I other people in the organization knew about the tape. Agreed. The thing there's that- also there's also an outside the lines that came out just before we started the show. Yeah. Uh, that says breaking that, news. That says outside that the lines. Uh, Ray Ry- uh, Ray Rice told him about. So regardless, told told Goodell told Goodell about the punch to so, his face. So yes, like he told the whole story, and someone from Baltimore had said late yesterday <laughs> that his story matched everything that was told. So he was telling people. Maybe not publicly, but he was telling both the Baltimore Ravens and apparently Goodell the whole story, which, if absolutely nothing else, should have prompted more investigation into video evidence. Right. If it, uh, if he did not, in fact, have the video. Now, Mark, you're the least sportsy of us all, right. or at least you claim to be. God, mm-hmm. For sure. Um, what do you think about it as an outsider, just from what you know about it? What, what What's your opinion about this whole situation? Well, first of all, it doesn't... I, okay, let me. I, I, there's two angles you can approach this from, right? One is that it sucks, obviously. That it doesn't. I'm not surprised that someone that you know abuse happens in every aspect of life. Not surprised that it happened. I'm also not surprised that some organization like the NFL that has millions and millions of dollars to protect and their image covered it up. That is the point that I would like to address and. I know Thomas falls a little closer than you, but I'm sure you know about it as well. Mm-hmm. Is Goodell not notorious for not protecting his own? Let's put it that way. Well, Mark may not know that. Okay. He, let's take it back a couple of different scenarios. Uh, recent, More recently, you have Josh Gordon, who was suspended for a year for his second drug violation. Yep. Okay. You have That's Sean Payton. pretty much and, according to the rules they have right. set up with the Players Association. Right. You have Greg Williams and Sean Payton who Man. are... Uh, who were actually banned for, I believe Sean Payton was for a year. That wasn't the question. Uh, Greg Williams, was it two years, Thomas, or was it just a year and a half? Or? I think it was a year and a half. Do you like okay. your gig? Um, for the whole incident of actually having bounties on okay. players. Yeah, I heard that. about that. Right. Is that a good thing to have? Oh, no. no, it was just one year. Was it just one I'm for both? I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Okay. So a year for that. Right. Uh, people have... People have been on Goodell and say, man, this guy's really fucking harsh. He's, mm-hmm. he's overextending his penalties. Disagree. And he's made it a Why? point since day one that he wanted to be the person that was in charge. You can disagree, of but it's a fact in general. Down. Yes, sure. In maybe general. he's been doing that. Maybe he's harder on now, players than other people. So have are been, you? Like, are you? Are you throwing this out there as evidence that he didn't know? No, no, okay. My, no, no, no. My point is, 
What the hell is the motivation for him not to be a hard ass I don't on domestic know. violence? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand why he's so adamant about drug use. He's adamant about the bounty hunting sure. thing, which I'm not saying he shouldn't be. The about only those. leg they had to stand on when they gave him the original two and it became such a big deal is they there was nothing it? specifically in the Players Association agreed contract with the NFL on suspensions for domestic abuse. Now, if you even want to say... Now, it's a very thin argument. Very thin argument. I, but if you even want to say all we saw was him dragging her out of the elevator, sure. you can maybe argue that we don't know exactly what happened and in I, the elevator. And sure. I will say the other but, half of the argument I heard was that up until this point, and I don't know much about this player, but everything... You know who Ray Rice is or what's... I, I'm vaguely aware oh, of okay. But I'm saying what I've heard on star running back, radio... I mean, is that, yeah. you know, up to this point, he's actually been a model player. Like, he's never tested positive. That's, he's never had behavioral issues. That's another thing the, the league used. He's been a big charity well. sponsor. He's, he's got his own charity that he yeah. pushes really hard. So I they mean, gave him the benefit. Allegedly, they gave him the benefit of the doubt. Now, the fact I that... I don't blame them for that, but it's the video evidence that they obviously had right. at the same time. And what's his name that works for ESPN that said a month ago that they had seen this entire video uh, that works for ESPN? Pete, uh, Peter... Peter Delcus. King. That Peter was King. Sports Center. Uh, that's, Sports uh, that's, uh, that's not... He works for... Uh, what's the magazine? Not ESPN. Sports Illustrated. One. Yes, SI. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Anyways, Peter King said that he had... He said in his one of his reports without double-checking his sources said that the NFL had said that and then they came back and said that we hadn't Said that and he's been on and an apology he's, tour he's since. Been, yeah, he has. He say, came oh, on the radio. Well, I did a bad job as a journalist. I my, didn't, yeah. yeah, I trusted my source. My source has never been wrong. He told me this. Yeah. I, I ran with the journalists it. are pretty pissed in NFL. So team. now I'm that sure. he's Which now blame now that he's almost been confirmed since the AP learned of this other source, this alleged cop. Yeah, that, I'm curious to hear from Peter King now. And honestly, I want to hear from supposedly. It was supposed from what I've heard, could be wrong. A female executive that was the first one to receive this extended dance mix of this video yeah that how do I, I don't know anything about female being the first this is what I this is what I've heard two times today now it could be completely wrong how is a female when you see this again my exclusive sources okay. how, how yeah. as a female can you stand yeah. up and say oh, I'm just gonna put this to bed I can't really argue it. this point one way or the other because this is the first I'm hearing of it and I don't really trust Mark Hudson and his sources on I'm put right on there sports. with Peter King what, when it comes to sports what gender was first to view the video <laughs> That aside, though, this I mean, female. The NFL, the NFL, it's not like it's some kind of rinky-dink organization. They have... Females it doesn't make any sense. Right. Based on his previous yeah. punish disciplinary actions, it doesn't make any fucking sense. That's the thing I don't understand. Um, Even if there's alleged abuse, I'm surprised right. it wasn't an automatic year. There was a, it should have right been. At the bat. Sure. There's a great, great, Minimum. great Jason Whitlock from ESPN article just about the situation. Apparently, he was avidly defending from the first video chain... Like we don't know anything. There's you're you're inferring a lot of things from this and blah well, blah. Woodlock was doing that. Yes. Oh, okay. I I never read those articles, but in this article, he's a he's Let's basically say. going back and saying, I put my faith in the commissioner, the police, the everybody that's involved. Yeah. That if there was other mysterious video out there, then it was conclusive evidence that what we're seeing is an overdramatic. Like it's not. It's less, not more. Basically. And then he went back and basically said. He essentially said Goodell needs to be fired every because there's no way he didn't know about it. There's no way. There's just no way. The only justification way, for what Ray Rice did would be if the woman was coming at him with a fucking machete or a, right. a gun or something. Sure. 
If they're doing that, okay. Give you her right to defend yourself. Him and knock sure. her yes, out. if she had a but, knife, but the they're just mad would be and coming at you. But the force with which he responded. Well, and the hit he did. I mean, that would yeah. knock you and me out at the same it's time. It's insane, and I don't understand. And, and I our, hate that I've seen the video because I feel like it's such a violation in a lot of ways. But in our, our it's old, unreal. Our old friend Zedbo, Zed, Zedbo three three four on Twitter posted that article about. If you're an, a Ray Rice apologist, you should read this. And it's equivocating it to Ferguson about how the same responses that people apologists have given about Ray Rice yep. about oh, it's reflexes that he's just he's his reflexes are to hit that other person because he's a trained athlete. There was a lot of the excuses. same responses oh, yeah. that you could apply to that. the police. It was in Ferguson. really good. It was really good. <laughs> he equated some of it to Ferguson. Yes, there was lots of other things. Too yeah, I'm in that saying article, like that, yeah. that really stuck out. It's a really good article. So uh, find that article Twitter.com/slash. Zedbo334, if you want to read that. It's really good. good read. But I, I don't understand. It's like um, marijuana gets you two games. XSC gets you four games. Marijuana gets you four. Sorry, four. marijuana is four. XSC is... They both did you four. Is it just four? Okay. And then punching another a female or a less... Uh, not lesser, but... Uh, but see, the thing about that whole... It's now... It's whole punching another okay, fighting. The arguing about that, though, is that there punching wasn't a, a domestic violence ordinance, really. It was That's up right. to Jabell to say... I feel like it's two games. Right. If you're going to do that for drugs, why would you not do that for domestic violence? I don't know. Say there's they an automatic have they have six now. games. They have or, now. They changed yeah. it. I know, but they're covering their ass but you gotta, now. Yeah, sure. Let's that. consider a league that supposedly props up. Supposedly, I put this in massive, massive capital letters and massive, massive quotes, air quotes. <laughs> supposedly props up, you know... Uh, I don't see any air quotes. It's like breast cancer awareness. Bre- and, yes, breast cancer awareness, of which 90% of those profits so paint during that go to the now. NFL. Ninety percent, like they, there was a study yeah. last year that ninety percent of that goes to the NFL for jersey sales and shirt sales and cap sales. All is it ninety? That seems high. Well, it's it's pretty high though. Yeah. It may not be ninety, but it's is a bulk of the the money goes to the NFL in their their sales. Oh, it that's is, ridiculous. Very little of it actually goes to breast cancer research. I actually don't know about it. Like I know they do it every year. I don't know. I think what it's a good thing they do, but they definitely are. should put more money towards the actual <laughs> event if they're doing. That much money towards other things. That's very interesting. But long story short, I I just can't imagine that. There's there's two things I don't understand. One, there's no way that Goodell didn't understand, didn't see this. Yeah. Uh, and if there is, if there's any chance that that's possible, yeah. it was willful ignorance, right? At, at best. Uh, the other, well, let me go ahead and finish this. I guess first. Uh, two, I don't understand. There's an argument out there, like, I, that's why I pitched it to Mark first, who's not an NFL right. guy as much anymore. People think, Sports oh, it's, guy. it's all about the money, they're trying to protect the NFL, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Goodell is notorious for not being that guy. Yeah, right? he's not. Why the fuck is he that guy in this situation? I, <laughs> I told you. Do you need another chair, Mark? Here I think I need another chair. My fat ass just collapsed this one. There you go. But anyway. Fuck you, chair. All right. <laughs> Calm down. Fuck you. Other people in the towers are going to start shouting. <laughs> hey, well, okay. Secondary under- chair oh, is much better. Place. There much you better. go. So I just found the stats for this. Okay, so here's the stats for the NFL's breast cancer awareness Hang on one second. Campaign. Hang on one second. Were you done with your countdown? Sorry. No. I, my, well, my other thought was, okay, do you think with Ray Rice, do you think because the video came out and the pictures came out, because I think that's a big factor in this sure. whole thing, obviously, you think there's any shot he comes back? Because of course. Now Thomas and I texted about this a little bit. Get your opinion on this sure. too, Mark. What Michael Vick did, maybe not exactly on the same level because it is an animal versus a person. Sure. Still pretty heinous. But okay. Either hey, way, let's turn it the other way. 
This has already been compared to Ferguson already. If there yeah. was video evidence proving exactly what everyone pretty much knows happened, that thing would have gotten even way more insane than it was. Well, if yeah. there's video evidence, it would have clarified Ferguson sure. for sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. But okay. I mean, saying yeah. it would have been completely more insane than sure. it was. Let's because... go somewhere in the middle because there, there's a there's a factual case here. What about Josh Brent with the Cowboys, who was so drunk he got into an accident and killed his best friend? Yeah. And yet he is now back on the well, Cowboys. I, I just want to focus on the Vic thing a little bit because uh, we've, just, we've had that example of him I don't leaving. Think he's back on the Cowboys yet, and he like suspended for like a year. Well, he's, he's they're they're gonna gonna him, he'll be back. But I'm, I'm saying, um, I'm saying, you're, you're asking about Michael Vick. Yeah. You're asking about will he be back? I'm saying Josh Brent, someone who killed someone after yeah. after drinking, drinking and driving, and is gets that, 11 weeks. Is that not as bad as punching no. your girlfriend in the it, or your fiance it's, in the it's elevator? It's actually worse. But yeah, the guy's going to be. That's actually worse. Exactly. But he's going to be back in the NFL. Absolutely, this guy will be back in the NFL. No question. I think Ray Rice will be back. I huh? wouldn't be. Let me put it this way: maybe he won't, but I wouldn't put it past some I team. I think the video evidence is gonna gonna nail him. Permanent. It will. I don't but know, I wouldn't be, man. You know what? He's gonna go on a Jesus tour. He'll go on a rehab. He'll go on a Jesus tour. He will get well, a lot there's, of. There's backing. two things. I think the video evidence and the fact that running backs are slightly a dime a dozen. Quarterbacks are less a dime a dozen, so I think Vic had a little better. I just wouldn't entry point. I don't put anything past the NFL, like the community of the NFL. I wouldn't either. On the one hand, I, I really like. There's a part of me that hopes for the best in that he gets suspended for you know a year or two or whatever, and then nobody wants him after that. Just nobody cares. Yeah. Cowboys, but we'll there is right no fucking way that happens. Unfortunately, yeah, the Cowboys would. And it's been a hell of a month for news. Jerry Jones, Ron Washington, uh, Ray Rice story, which has overshadowed that. It's been a hell of a sports. It's been a sportsy, yeah. sportsy month, like controversial. But as outside like, of sports, it's actually gotten me. Like I listen to the sports station for the non-sportsy bits, but I've actually been listening to the sportsy bits for all yeah. this, you know, juicy juiciness. Jerry Jones, I didn't put in news, but Jerry Jones is his whole. Yeah. The thing that kills me about this is segment. how many people are outspoken in defense of Ray Rice. Just yeah, you know no what a lot of it irritates is. the shit out of me. A lot of it is, and I tend to agree with Thomas that somebody needs to talk to this poor girl. But it's his yeah. his now wife's defense of the whole because act he's and saying, "Oh, it's not that yeah. big of a deal." Why are he's they been around? Him? He's been around every time she's given some sort of speech. I don't mean to be. A complete jackass, but the truth of the matter is, she doesn't know what she's saying. She's a it, beaten it's, woman. It's victim syndrome. Who said, yeah, it's, it is it is a and psychosis every that time she's yeah. not able to see past yeah. in order to... That, let's be real here. There's two things. One is, there's a psychosis. If she's really in love with this guy, then she sees past all that, and this is not an undocumented scenario sure. at all. And let's be really real here. She stands to lose a ton of money... <laughs> By him not being yeah. a star NFL running back, I hate to I hate to go there. Though. Some of it has to do with that. She could also make a bunch of money in a civil case off of him. Though. Yeah, she could. I mean, she could. Again, I don't think it's all about that. I think that's a factor. She, I she think could. that's a factor when she starts talking about her husband working his ass off all his life, and now it's been taken away. She from could. Him or she could sue I the NFL. I love for the implication more than anything that it's been taken away from him, like yeah. he has not done something to deserve it. Well, she could also sue the NFL for covering it up at the same time. I mean, she could, yeah. That's, make, if it's you're such really a weird scenario. I hate it's to go to the so money angle because it feels so cheap. and Not cheap. I don't know I what just, the right word is. I, I feel it's like it's there because at some it's point. weird that the person who got punched yeah. in the face is the biggest defender. I, I think it's not weird, though. I, from my yeah, own experience, proven, that's know, a proven thing. Having, having dealt with abuse in my family, it's victim syndrome. And that, I'm I think sure it is. I'm sure that's what she's suffering. I'm just saying it's... 
And one of the things that was pointed out on the radio that I was listening, one of the radio shows I was listening to today, I can't remember who made the point, but there's something about that video evidence. And here's the thing. She says it was the first time, and he says it was the only time, and yada, blah. There's something about the cold-hearted way. It's He doesn't immediately react and be like, oh, my God, like fall down and like, oh, my God, what have I done? He pretty much and is like, oh, shit, she's knocked out. What do I do with her? It is so cold and calculated. It's just not... It's not like, dear God, what have I done? Yeah. I agree. Uh, at, I agree. In any way, shape, or form. No. I agree. Which makes no. it seem like... I agree. Which makes it seem like, this isn't the first time. It's not... It's, this isn't a surprising circumstance. It's just what was caught on tape. Yeah, it's, it's completely ridiculous. It is. And the fact that, like you say, probably within a year... What what is Ray Rice like twenty six or something like that? Sure, probably within a year to a year and a half, somebody's going to be like, "Well, you know, Ray Rice is really uh, regretful of what happened." Yeah, he's it been was in a therapy. Thing. Him and his wife have been in therapy. She says everything's. Been he's great a loyal member of the church they, now. They have a couple great. kids. Yeah. Uh, everything is great at home. Yeah, Next it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't know if he's really twenty six. If it's a couple years later, he may start to run out his. Uh, That's why I said like a NFL legs. I don't know. I mean, Next story. Mark is a married guy, and me is a married guy. Dude, Thomas obviously is just uh, a there guy. Are people, There's no way that you're going to do that. There are people, in my opinion, that have done worse things, like Dante Stallworth, Leonard Little, both guys who killed people drunk driving that came back and played Josh in the Brent. league. And Josh Brent hasn't yet, so I'm meeting people that is, actually uh, have. Michael Vick's a half step down, but it's yeah. still awful. What and he, did. and Next story. he came back. He played for a couple more years. Is he a backup somewhere? He's a backup right now? in the Jets. Yes. So I mean, Mark Schmerer went off and did kids. And uh, he never oh, came back. That's right. No, he, he never came back. back. Yeah. Good point. We're naming people that Sorry, did the terrible right, thing they did and he then came back. He didn't come back. <laughs> Domestic abuse, though, the NFL has not not made that a priority. <laughs> they will now. Oh, oh yeah, they will now. Well, they're, they're severe. They're uh, they're not precipice here. You so. Know, they, is the commissioner deserving of being fired? Well, that's that's another question I want to ask. Not just him, but some people are saying it should go all the way down the Ravens chain to John Harbaugh. I disagree with that. Uh, no, I don't think the coach. There's should a get lot. Fired. There's a lot of reports that John Harbaugh ran this whole thing no. and was aware of everything and convinced the ownership and the GM that yes. We okay. need to try to cover this I did, up. I honestly didn't know that. If that thinking, is true, then yes, John Harbaugh needs to be gone. Yeah. Uh, and and the only person, I mean, the, the person that should do that is the owner. He should be be like, you tried to get me to cover this up. Get the fuck out of here. I don't care what we've done. I don't care we won a Super Bowl last year. Do you think this qualifies as one of those Ravens ownership should not allowed, be allowed to keep the team and they should sell it off type no. things? No. Okay. It really, well, That's another thing okay. I've heard out there. Okay. That's it all depends. I'm Again, it depends. It would, if it was the owner of the team, Art Blank, Art whatever Blank, his name is, yeah. directing the everybody around him That's to keep him, it quiet. It? Or not Art Blank. Art. I thought it was Blank. Maybe. Is it Modell? Art Modell. Art Modell. Okay, yeah. He's Sorry. dead. Modell. He's the one that ripped open his scrotum and died. Oh, did oh, yeah, he die? He did. Okay, so whoever's in Whoever charge. Whoever it now. is. Art Modell Jr. Art ripped scrotum open his scrotum. scrotum and died. Yeah. You don't remember that story when Art Modell tripped and like hit a coffee table and ripped open his scrotum? And died? He didn't die, but he ripped open his scrotum. <laughs> You're taking two separate in- instances and combining them? I would never do that. Anyway. I feel like we're a little quick to say 
something went wrong with the organization, so we need to make ownership no, sell absolutely. their team. Absolutely. I feel like that's a little bit on top of mind it's, because of what Starling really did. Depend, I feel like there's too much story we don't know to be able to make that where the choke point is. It depends who's, who's, who's controlling the entire situation. It, it just depends. You can't say, yes, automatically they should. Of course not. You can't make... If there's evidence that there was cover-up at all levels, then so, they should all be wiped out. It's a free country, sir. You can say whatever the fuck you want That's to. a good point. So, you, so I say the Ravens should sell the team. The GM has also been mentioned. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe the GM did get gone. The, the reports that are out there are saying the entire organization knew about this. Uh, and that the well, reports are that Harbaugh was convincing them to... On, on top of that, let's say what the reports were that the Ravens' Twitter account was saying that the wife has taken ownership of her role in this whole thing. They tweeted that. That's probably not, a, probably not a bad decision at the time. And interestingly enough, the, I don't know, and that's, that's what she bad, said in the press conference, too. I know, too. but that's... I don't know. It's probably, in the light of the Sterling situation, Apparently it's probably not a bad move. Steve Biscotti is the current majority owner of the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. So. Anyway. I think Art Blank is maybe the owner of the uh, Falcons. Yeah, maybe. But anyway. Well, I, don't, I don't think that the ownership should be taken away at this no, point. I don't necessarily think that... I think a lot of this, quite honestly, the Ravens may have done well, some wrong fairness, things. In fairness, uh, who takes them away? Goodell yeah. is as wrapped up in this or more well, no, so it, than all of right. them. So and, you and can't to be do fair, that right the, now. the owners are the only one that can fire Goodell. He has yeah. to step down I or the owners have to fire there, there The Ravens been may several, have done a lot of wrong There's things. been several owners that have said anonymously that if it if it turns out that mm-hmm. the... Uh, the Goodell news? The Goodell news yeah. in July, then there's no one that would support him. Well, yeah, him. they got to protect their own asses. Of course they're going to let him go. But don't but, you think the, lead off, the league office is primarily at fault for not sure. having some kind of domestic violence sure, policy absolutely. in place and enforcing the video when they saw but it? Regardless of whether the policy was there or not, their inaction The Packers have nothing to do with this. Their inaction makes them culpable, period. Yeah. And the two-game suspension is a joke. Everybody thought it was a joke when we only had that first video. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, long story short, well, I, just, is, I think the, the league office the main, is the main culprit. The other this. interesting note, Agreed. Was, we can just leave it here, that they brought up on the radio today. Was that uh, the, I, can, add, I can make the last point. Pulse, good, good. That's fine. Do it. That's fine. Do you it. can add more notes. That's fine. <laughs> I was going to say, from my angle, the NFL Network is not reporting on the story. At all? No, not at Are all. Are you being... They, really? They, they initially reported when Ray Rice was suspended for the two games, but ever since everything else has come out, they are not reporting on the story. How, As of this morning. How how uh, upset do you think that the NFL is that in week number two, the Thursday night game is the Ravens and the Steelers? <laughs> I bet they're very upset about that. They're in Baltimore too, right? I think they are. There was a report on ESPN earlier that the fans largely have... Uh, Ray Rice is back in this situation. Oh, I'm like, sure they do. Oh, that's stupid. Supposedly, when the story broke, they were still talking about fantasy football picks. <laughs> they so, still. Well, like, anyway, so NFL.com has plenty on the subject. Well, I'm talking about the active TV network at the time. Apparently, but they're both the same thing, right? I mean, they're owned by the NFL. They are, they are the same. Maybe thing. And, and things that may have changed. Like I said, this was this morning when I got okay. up and started listening to the radio. So there is plenty on NFL.com. Okay. How do you early just, morning just radio listeners? <laughs> What does that have that to do has with anything? Go America. <laughs> that has nothing to do with this. Ravens are up seven to nothing with twenty seven to go in the twenty seven seconds to go in the first quarter. Hopefully it was four set the rush for a touchdown. Say that again. I said hopefully it was four set the rush for a touchdown. Or Tory Smith caught one. Because I have two Ravens going today. Do we have any more stories? Or are you done? Uh yeah, I have a lot of more okay. stories. I just figured that one would be very hot and discussed. I feel very sexy right now. Sweaty. Even. 
Uh, next up, man, uh, this is probably a headline that will happen to Mark. Man found dead in a wheelie bin following all-day drinking session. No doubt. Mm. What's a wheelie bin? <clears throat> I don't know. It's some British is that, term is for Is that some a, weird Canadian? Some kind of British British pound term for a uh, like it's, trash bin. I feel that's what they call a car or something. No, it's like a trash bin or something. Uh, the court heard how 26-year-old John Sumner uh, had been found out real drinking name. to celebrate a friend's birthday the day before his death. Uh, a man's body was found four days after he climbed into a wheelie bin in the back of a street. <laughs> John Sumner's body was found at a recycling center in June, uh, the Newcastle Chronicle reports. I don't know why they reported that today. It was in June. Hey, you but know, whatever. A little lackadaisical. Uh, CCTV. Closed circuit TV, I guess. I don't oh, know. look at you, uh, smart Footage guy. played at the, uh, inquest, uh, at the inquest into his death at Sumlin's Corners Court. Hello, I'm at Sumlin's Corners Court. <laughs> Uh, Why does it have to be Mrs. Doubtfire? Because <laughs> it's British. Uh, show Mr. Sumner climbed into the bin on the morning of June 20th this year. A post-mortem examination carried out by Dr. Jennifer Bolton. Is a woman really not doctors? a real name? Who knows? Good God. Uh, revealed that, Sumner, <laughs> that Mr. Sumner had Mark? cocaine, dizapam, and alcohol in his system. Yo-ho-ho. What does that have to do with anything? Captain Morgan over here. The footage showed Mr. Sumner wandering in the back of the line of Highland Road in Sunderland. What about Farwell Parkway? Uh, shortly after 7 a.m. the following morning. That'll be Mark. He'll be dead on Farwell Parkway. This is different. <laughs> in a wheelie bin. He then opened the lid Screaming of a, a Scottish bin old woman hello. And climbed in. Whoa. His body was found by workers at a waste management site in Washington on Tuesday. Washington, an American thing. I don't know why it's British, but whatever. Uh, four days after he initially climbed into the bin. America doesn't own the name Washington. They pretty much do. Oh, my God. Quote, he will never come to terms with the tragic events that took place on June 20th. However, we may have treasured his memories of the 26 years we have shared with his. I don't know what that means. That doesn't that's even really make weird. sense. Fucking Brits don't know how to talk, but that's, that's what they said. <laughs> so, Mark, do you think you'll be found dead in a wheelie bin? Probably. <laughs> With a cucumber up my butt. Would your life be considered complete? Why complete? would a cucumber be uh, in your ass? <laughs> stuck vegetables in my ass. Mark obviously has, or hopes to. That's how he hopes to die. You want to die with a cucumber in your ass? I can't imagine a more pleasurable situation in which to die. God. <laughs> it's really weird. Well, it, it, the only way you can top is like get Peter Krause to embalm me. And, Peter Krause? Yeah, from Six Feet Under. Peter Krause? You don't not, have, Krause, Krause, you don't have any idea what you speak. E. You don't have any idea of what you speak until yeah, you finish watching Six Feet Under. Get Peter Krause and Dexter to embalm me, and then I'll be fine. Dexter? Both of them? You, yes. want, you want him to give you a stab to the chestal area? Hello, whore. Oh, that was... <laughs> Why would Angela. he say... <laughs> Mark the whore. <laughs> uh, I fucked you till you love me. Who did say that? I've forgotten. That'll be, uh... No, Angela? I know Angela Hello, said it, Lord. but what, somebody said that in Dexter. Major kidney failure. Was it Fat in Dexter? Bitch. I don't know, actually. Overweight bitch. Oh. Vaginal spread. <laughs> Just like oh. randomness okay, we can, over we can here. go through all the drops where we can actually figure out who it was. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't It'll matter. It'll take too much time. Move on. Ah, all right. Why don't uh, you just pull on your memory? Pull on your memory. And your wiener. Uh, He's already up, doing that. World's first... As message. Ass message? This is the this is what the headline says. World's first 
AS as message sent from brain to brain. Ass message sent from brain to brain. As. Not as. Ass, message. As. Oh. In a world's first, a team of researchers have achieved brain-to-brain transmission of information between humans. The team managed to send messages from India to France, a distance of 5,000 miles, just a little note for you, uh, <laughs> without performing invasive surgery on test subjects. There were four participants in the study, ages 28 to 50. One was assigned to a brain computer, whatever that means, <laughs> uh, interface to transmit <laughs> the thought... Well, the three others so were assigned... So 1950s, a brain what computer. Was, the three the, others were assigned to receive the thought. So somebody was, was in the brain computer, and the three others were assigned to receive it. What was it. the name of the thing from the brain that sat in the in the Captain N and the N team? The brain that sat in the other thing's, like, giant body? The man who had two brains? Huh? The man who had two brains? Oh. Brain Brainerston? In Captain N and the N team. Mother brain? Yes, Maybe it was, it was brain. Ninja Turtles. No. There was, like, a brain that sat midsection in the big crane? guys... Oh, no, Mother Brain was in Captain N. Krang was in Ninja Turtles. Krang is was that in Krang. Ninja Turtles. He was, okay. the, he was the belly brain. Yeah. That's the that's the brain computer right there. This may uh, not be the greatest topic ever, because I just don't give a crap. One was assigned to a brain computer, which we discussed. Mother Brain. The first participant, located in <laughs> India, was shown, was shown words translated into binary and had to envision actions for each piece of information. For example, they could move their hands from a one to their legs... For a zero. I don't so did they the send messages to King Hippo and uh, what was the other guy's name? Uh, Simon. It. Simon so, Belmont. So well, no, it was King Hippo and Kid Egg, Icarus was on there. Eggplants. Oh, yeah, the bad guy. technique which monitors brain signals from the outside was used to record the Cam- thoughts Cameron. as outgoing messages and sent them via the internet. So they had to... The interwebs. They had to interpret binary to point at your legs or whatever? At the other end, electromagnetic induction was used to simulate the brain's visual, uh, visual cortex from the outside and passed on the signal uh, successfully to the three other participants in France. Ha ha. Wee wee. I don't understand what's happening. Basically, they did a brain-to-brain transmission that said you think something, the other people picked it up, and the computers basically interpreted it as they understood. Now, we do have real-life audio from the brain transplant here. Do we? Do you remember that Good Vibrations movie from back in the day? How is this a tribute to Matthew McConaughey's Reliant Energy commercials? <laughs> Do you remember Gummy Bears at all? It's really, really Does odd. Does this have anything to do with Star Wars? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we'd have more so, than Faithful 50. Like Crystal if... Pepsi? <laughs> God. That doesn't really seem like valid uh, brain transmissions. Brain-to-brain transmissions. Z-Kyle. <laughs> that was the last one. Signing off. Just like the guy that was driving in front of me today. <laughs> exactly. Obviously a Thomas supporter. With his Murphy bed. And we'll, uh, maybe we'll Instagram that later. <laughs> Let's do it. <clears throat> Instagram.com slash break room show. Slash the mark. No, just break room show. <laughs> you can tag it with the mark for sure. Next up, a woman was impaled in the buttocks while texting and driving. Do you guys I text and drive? my 12-year-old girlfriend. No. You ever text and drive, Mark? Be honest All with me. I used to. I've I'm, cut it out. Be honest now. with me, Mark. No, I, 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 every once in a while, unfortunately, I will catch myself doing it, but 90% of the time, I don't anymore. I, I will. It's, I, a, ba- it's a horrible habit. It's, it's a horrible habit. habit. Yeah, terrible I, I habit. try yeah. not to. I do my best. That's how you, I mean, just, <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, on this story, it says busy mother Christina Juanes. <laughs> Was running late to a meeting after bringing her daughter's saxophone to her middle school. Exactly. I think it's broken. 
So she used her phone to send a quick text. Or sext. <laughs> the next thing I knew, I was looking up, and there was white powder from the airbags deployed. Whoa! She recalled. Whoa! Somebody's been doing a little extra activities. Had slammed into a guardrail pole and went through the front of her light truck, piercing her in the buttocks and continuing through to the seat behind her. So basically, she got in a wreck after texting or sexting. One of the two. And a guardrail pierced both of her ass cheeks. Stop is, saying anal sex. Is it worth it, Mark? Is it worth to send a text <gasps> to have a guardrail pierce your ass? The question is, did she come? Uh, not reporting the story. Okay, it's then possible. it's not worth it. Only if you achieve pleasure, is it worth it? She didn't say. I'm going to assume she didn't. Well, then let's assume she did. Let's assume the best. Why do you always assume the worst to people? Because I don't think a guard a guardrail through the ass is going to do that for you. Uh, Thomas, guardrail through the ass? I can uh, say definitely no for me. Me too. I'm, I'm a definite no. Mark's pain. a little bit on the fence. I'm not, I'm not, let's I'm try not it on you guys. the pain and pleasure. Well, let's thing. try it on you guys and find out for sure. Let's try it on you because you're the only one no. that's questioning it. I know I'm going to enjoy it. We need to find out too. You're going to enjoy it. We know we're not going to enjoy you it. You don't know that. Here, we'll scale don't it down. It we'll scale it. it down. We'll just pierce you with like a giant loop earring. Okay, as long your as, it, as, long as connect, we'll put as your old, cheeks together. As yeah. long as connected to the two of you. No, and your three Why do we have to be connected? Because we're always connected. We're the three best friends that ever did be. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No, it makes more sense than you'll ever know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, no texting and driving. Is that is no? That I try not to. No. But you're okay with it if you get your ass cheeks pierced. Sure. Okay. Sounds like you're into it. So, next story. Baptist church leader arrested for soliciting dog sex. Have you ever solicited dog sex, Mark? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. But you're not. Thomas, dog sex. No, yes or no? and I never will. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Shut but up. if you find the right dog on Flinger, <laughs> it has a nice nice dog ball sack for you. God. How's your vagina? The Boone County Sheriff's Department Cyber Crimes Task Force. Oh, yeah. Uh, they arrested a 56-year-old uh, Camden County man after he allegedly attempted to arrange sex with a dog and another animal on Craigslist. Oh, so he's just pairing animals up for random sex? Gerald, quote-unquote, Jerry Hill, <laughs> on the 500 block of Forest Douche. Circle and, and Roach, hit a roach with semen, uh, was arrested <laughs> in Columbia at 11.35 a.m. yesterday, on, yesterday, which, whatever date this article is, August 21st, so it was a little bit ago, uh, <laughs> on suspicion of attempting unlawful sex with an animal and attempting animal abuse. Salty wiener. Boone County Sheriff's Detective Tracy Perkins said in a news release, Hill was released from the Boone County Jail after posting a bond of $1,000. Seems a little low. Mm, for propositioning who's... dogs to fuck them? I think that's a I little I thought low. he was trying to pair so, them up, though. Did so I misunderstand he... the story? No, no, no. He wanted to fuck both of them. Oh, I thought he was trying to, like... So is he... Is the post on Craigslist the owner of the dog? Uh, it sounds like, like it, according to this. Requisitioning their dog for... Hill made arrangements to travel to Columbia to have sex with the dog. Hill was arrested without incident at the 1600 block of Business Loop 70 West, wherever that is. Uh, So apparently, yes, this guy actually traveled to go have sex with the dog and another animal at the same time. I have mad props respect for uh, Camel Toe Skin. (laughs) What prompts the mind to go for... I don't know. ...things like that. Baptist churches, apparently, according to this guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
I feel like that's not an accurate statement. What do you think, Mark? I'm going to go with your answer. Animal sex? No, Baptist Church. You're into it? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, and Methodist churches. Apparently, Baptist uh, churches are sick, so we'll yeah, go and go with They that. enjoy dog penis wine and arranging animal sex. I'd like to fuck a dog. <laughs> ow, go, ow, ow, go, ow. Is that whole clip acapella? Yes, it is. And unless anybody else has something. Nope, that's it. That's in news. Well, thanks for listening to this dumb show again, you faithful 52. Can you kill the background music? (laughs) Of course. God damn it. Thanks for listening to the break room. You can call us at 469-665-9827. Thank you, Thomas. 9827. You're right. Uh, you can email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. 469-665-9827. Please call back, Helma. Plus one, four, six, nine, six, six, five, nine, we need a new, uh, damn you, we need a new voicemail from the head. We do. Call our head. head. Uh, you can we Skype a us. segment for you, man. You can Skype us. Uh, we are on Skype. At, uh, we are The Break Room on Skype. Uh, find us on Twitter at out. The Break Room. Find out us on FeedBurner, FeedBurner.com slash Break Room Show. FeedBurner. Uh, <laughs> hey, now, you don't get a racial about it. That's what you said. Uh, find us everything related to the show at BreakRoom.tv or PopSyndicate.net, which is barely water. alive anymore. Don't forget our Instagram account at Instagram.com slash Break Room Show. Except no I'll substitutes that uh, the break room account on Instagram out. is fucking bullshit. I'll go out. As usual. Uh, find us on iTunes. Ah, We're the break room. Ah. We are not the Mark Marin show. We're the one with the fisting logo that Thomas enjoys I'll so much. Out. Please, uh, if, if you would, go in there and leave us a nice review. Uh, but above all, please uh, tell your friend, mind. tell them how to subscribe to the show, I'll and get them to listen to us every fucking week. Out, go out. Thanks to Vagabond Saints on Twitter. Multiple times during the week. At Vagabond Saints. Yes, repeatedly listen to our shows. At yes, Vagabond Saints on Twitter for helping with our out, logo and out. so much other stuff. Out, Thanks for distributing out. our stickers as well. Out, go out. And congratulations to Vagabond Saints. They uh, initially set out uh, with a goal of $1,000 for Optimistic Doom on Twitter. They achieved $2,000 for her to take her final tour awesome. around the U.S. to awesome. see her family and friends. So congratulations <laughs> and way to go, Vagabond Saints. Uh, thanks to Budgie for all the promotion he does for us. Uh, you can find his book, Askaroth, or, or according to Andy, some of the out. bullshit on Amazon for two ninety nine. <laughs> bullshit Alice in Wonderland book. But the uh, the book is Askaroth. You can find it on Amazon for two ninety nine. And thanks to all I'll you other out. people out there, the Faithful 50, plus the other that big thousands of you out there that love us and listen to us occasionally and maybe once in your life. But we care more about the people that listen to us every week. We care about the 52 more than anything. Right, not the occasional listeners. That's what I'm saying. Sure. And Canadian. Out, go out. out. What's your Twiddle handle? My Twiddle handle? (laughs) Twiddle handle. My Twiddle handle is at the mark with a C. Dustin's at the WS9775. And Thomas is at the V Central. Retweet. I'll go out. Gasoline. High five. I can't help that I'm cool. Uh, Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? (laughs) 
I make more than wiener, both of wiener, 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 My FICO score says I am in the above average territory. Did you jizz all over my car? I mean, I might be, like, divorced three times by that point. <laughs> got enough menstrual blood last week. My measuring tape is just dong length. Was that his ejaculate? I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway. Is it part of Space Hog? I want you to use the biggest probe you can find. Bangbros.com. I am a hot piece of ass. My sister masturbates with a cucumber. Swallow a shit locket. I cannot take off my mother's bra. I play chicken with the train. Why is my sperm so powerful? My ass will be spread wide. Unicorn asshole. I scoreboard every podcaster out there. Good for you, Holmes, but your song is whack. No matter which circles you run, I'm winning. I have mad props respect for a dog's asshole. I was on the asshole polarizer. <laughs> Did you jizz all over my car? My name is William Wayne. Uh, women only queef, they don't fart. I was a latchkey kid. Uh, at the same time, uh, we have some other stuff going on as I was well. next to a field that was full of oil equipment. Neanderthal anal, baby. <laughs> you think I give a shit? Would you like some dog penis wine? I had a treehouse. Howdy, howdy. I had a pool table covered with laundry. How about chocolate dills? I choose face fucking. Drinking dog penis increases your libido as a man. You might need to scoot back or scoot forward to get closer or farther away to, you know, appropriately maneuver your instrument. I have mad props respect for uh, micro penis. I can't reproduce. If you're good, you might get a piece. My ass will be spread wide. Whiny baby bitch. Cream? What's the yeah. significance of telling us that anyway? Toledo, Texas. Which library y'all go to? It's giant balls. What do they do with the penis? Like, like what's wrong? Like uh, like yeah, maybe, I know. Yeah, some sort of it's restraint. Down. Like that, I guess it keeps maybe it keeps her legs spread open. So <laughs> yeah, why are her joints like all fucked up? We got our arms too. Maybe you didn't finish. Is it possible? No. An action figure. So you want to be a karate chop action? Wheels ain't flat. Anti-immigration. Grip of the vagina. That's, uh, yeah. I don't know that's going to Have you been huffing paint again? This is Lynn Thick Benbow. The break room. And remember, the break room. Triangle of excellence. Mark the Buzz Hudson. Thomas the Tank. Dirty Dirty Dustin. This program was presented by breakroom.tv and popsyndicate.net. And as always, gumshoes. The break room is bankrolled by the Gasoline High Five Company. And viewers like you.